Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, Gypsy Gang? We're back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast and stoked to bring you this one today. As always, it is with Molly Jane. Uh, Molly is one of the founders of WellWeb, which we get into, but it's essentially uh, like the Netflix of wellness um it's an online streaming service that is uh basically uh, a bunch of content that is around uh health mental health uh, a bunch of uh meditation stuff on there um which is kind of what got me interested uh in molly and i actually had a bunch of people tell me that i should have molly on the podcast so uh we made it happen, sat down for a few hours, and uh, it was pretty cool. The uh, This one for me, it was a really cool chance to get to sit down with someone that's put a lot of time um, into meditation. I definitely do get a lot of questions um, about meditation uh, on my Instagram, so um, this is, I guess, just a good episode if you've ever um, been curious about um, just anything to do with that lane, I guess. Uh, we are brought to you by the guys at Boost Mobile. And right now is their biggest sale of the year. This is the time to get connected with Boost Locked In Sale. Up to 66% off selected SIMs. Uh, the $300 12-month SIM with 240 gig is now just $270. Uh, this is the one that I do, uh, and I've done it for a couple years. Pretty much, you just get one payment, and then that's your whole year done with your phone. Uh, they also have the super popular $30 SIM in, uh, at just $10, uh, and also huge discounts on all other 12-month and 28-day SIMs. There's also 10% off refurbished devices, all the hottest iPhone and Samsungs plus watches and iPads. They come with a $30 SIM to get you started uh, and Afterpay and ZipPay is available on uh, the refurbished phones. And again, that's what I got every year. I just get the, uh, the new iPhone, get one of the refurbished ones and you really can't tell the difference. So this is for one week only. It ends on the 20th of September at boost.com.au. Uh, we are also brought to you by the guys at Cricks Tweed. You can head to crickstweed.com.au. Uh, any new or used vehicle, these guys have been absolutely imperative to the success of this show. So thank you so much to Kyle and the team at Cricks. You can head to crickstweed.com.au. Um, give him a call. Ask for Kyle. He's the man there. Um, also, just a quick shout out, not necessarily a sponsor of the podcast, but um, Benny uh, at Freedom Float is a sponsor of my mental and physical health, I guess you could say. Um, I've been going in there quite a lot lately. Um, he does offer a discount to anyone in the Gypsy Gang, um, so if you just mention the podcast when you go in to Freedom Float, it's just in Burley um, on West Burley Road, and their Instagram is at freedom underscore float. Um, Benny's a great guy to talk to about 
floating as well if it's something that you've never done um it's a for me it's a really great meditative experience but it's also has some really positive physical effects as well um a lot of times i'll do like a sauna and then uh do a float after that so just a quick shout out to uh to those guys um like i said big part of my mental and physical health so this uh episode i guess that's kind of the theme so just wanted to give benny a quick shout out for that one uh subscribe to us on youtube uh we got two channels we are running the full podcast are at the gypsy tales podcast youtube channel um and for all of the clips just go to gypsy tales on youtube um we got some merch over at gypsytales.com um also i thought i'd give you the heads up as well i do get asked a lot the meditation app that i use is called waking up it is by sam harris who is a leading neuroscientist um i when i use this app every day there's an introduction course on there i think it's 28 day intro course it's like 10 minute sessions um and yeah this is really what I guess, started to make sense of the whole thing for me. Um, there's a book called Waking Up as well, um, which is a pretty good guide to just what spirituality is, where it comes from. Um, and then I've done a ton of different reading around the topic as well. Um, I've read a couple of books from uh, the Dalai Lama. Um, there's some really good books on neuroscience as well that further help, I guess, understand the brain and how we interface with uh, quote-unquote reality. So, um, And then, yeah, any info, if you're interested in any of the meditation stuff, I love to help people out with it. Um, like I said in this podcast, it's definitely helped me a lot. So um, if I can help spread that positive uh, energy, I'm more than happy to do that. So Thanks very much for listening, guys. Uh, appreciate it as always. And we'll be back soon uh, with more content that you will hopefully enjoy. From the gang called Gypsy. Gang and they come and get Gypsy. Gang and they come and get Gypsy. Gang. I'm at a Gypsy. Gang. I'm at a Gypsy. Yeah. Um. Yes, I took one mushroom cap because I got five caps mm. and they're like just under a gram. And, um, is that a hero's dose? No, nah, one gram's not. One gram's not. Five nah, grams is. Five grams would be. So I think two grams is considered like a rec dose, like recreational, where you get some like visuals and shit. Yeah. And then once you start going like three, four, five, but like five's like hero dose. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, so I took one the other day. Yeah. Just like one, one mushroom cap, so like one gram, mm. and it was fucking like gnarly. <laughs> and I just went out, and I was like, oh, "I'll go run some errands." And, I, yeah. and I'm like, "I actually went to um to I'll oh, pull this up a bit closer. You can move that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you'll be able to hear the difference. Cool. Um, yeah. I like went and ended up doing some like bike work with mm. a friend, and I'm sitting there just like, "This is a lot." And you know how it comes in waves. Yeah. So I was just like getting these waves, and then. The, one of the first times I did like a proper mushroom dose, I went mm. from, I was just having the gnarliest waves of like crazy anxiety, yeah. most like uncomfortable I've ever felt. We f- sort, of, sort of fucked it up and mm. we ended up staying at this bar. We were supposed to, we were in Noosa and we were supposed to go mm. bar while it sort of kicked in a little bit and then go just like chill on the beach. But then we run into some friends and then one of my <laughs> yeah. friends was single and he's like, I really like this chick. So I just... <laughs> Stayed at this bar just fucking tripping. Like, oh, while well, your friend was trying to pick up the girl. Yeah, and he's tripping. And yeah. like, it was a fucking mess. Yeah. And, um, and 
Yes, but it's it's funny. Like I've actually spoken about we're on by the way, Molly Jane, welcome to the podcast. Hey. Um, but <laughs> I've spoken about it on the podcast before. I actually took a very, very, very valuable insight out of it because mm. I was sitting there and I I just couldn't talk mm. and like that's my job, you know. <laughs> like I'm a good talker and I was sitting there. And I just literally I had nothing to say. I couldn't say anything. Yeah. And I had this like full on uh i don't know like uh like anxiety around like i i felt compelled mm-hmm. like I, I there was like something that was like you got to say something you got to mm. say something you got to talk you got to be that guy like you need to be the one that keeps everyone talking you got mm. you got to be the vibe fill the gap of silence yeah and i couldn't do it i was just fucked and yeah. then i real i looked at myself and i was like so i always the I guess like the my own internal trauma that I would have had from being a kid or whatever it was mm. um was that I talk too much yeah so ironic in what I do now yeah but then I would you know I'd try and tell these stories and be funny and like I, mm. I just wanted to be that vibe guy and then when I was a kid the other kids at school would be like oh I fucking talk too much oh talk about this talk about that mm. and so that that actually created like anxiety in my yeah. uh in myself and that became something I didn't like about myself mm. and then for whatever reason that trip made me not be able to talk mm. and then made you sit in it yeah and then I, I I ended up recognizing I was like this isn't something that you want to do like mm. you don't want to talk this much this is something you feel like you have to do mm. to like be that it's guy it's a trauma response yeah and I it just I don't it, I don't know where it comes from mm. and then when I would go forward in like social settings now it it made me feel more like introverted and be okay with it but and in the past i just felt like i had to be that guy like i Mm. I had to be the center of attention make sure everyone's laughing and carrying on and then Mm. just maybe like hey you actually this is not your responsibility it's not your responsibility it doesn't come from something you want it's just a Mm. it's just coming you know it's almost like a people pleasing vibe in a way yeah like flipped a little bit because you want to make sure everybody around you is vibing like what you said or is feeling okay like no one's uncomfortable in the silence or whatever and so you're going above and beyond to be like i'll make sure everyone's fine but really everyone is fine yeah and it wasn't like the the thing that i uh the thing that i thought that it was is that like I just had this ego and Mm. I needed it to make myself feel good Mm. and then I didn't like that I looked Mm. at that I was like that's fucking lame dude like I don't like that I look at people like Maddie Mm. and he's more of like a strong and silent type of guy Mm. and I would look at that and I'd be like damn I wish I was like that you Mm. know but so yeah I just it made me go a bit easier on myself and feel like this isn't your ego that's doing this you're not doing this to make yourself feel good this is just something you feel like you have to do i feel like it's it's really good if you have intention and like you want to do it to get something out of it you're not just doing it for the sake of doing it it's not a party drug for me no hell no it's spiritual yeah it's shadow work you're facing the deepest darkest parts of yourself and you're like oh hey yeah. I suck at this. Yeah. Let's work on it. But also, I don't actually need plant medicine. A lot of people... Have you done it before? I have. Yeah. But I've done a lot of work on myself to the point where every time I meditate now, I'll have an experience like mm. that. Like, I can release DMT in my brain without any drugs. 
at all. Really? Yeah. So like to like hallucinations and stuff like that. I or channel just like all the, the time. I see things all the time. Like I'm I'm full, mm. <laughs> full. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very visual. I can hear things. I get channeled messages. So because and and this is because I worked on myself for so long. Like yeah. I, you know have gone to I'm very extreme in personal development like I isolated myself for a year I in what way literally isolated myself for a year like I wouldn't talk to anyone I didn't like I just went completely inwards yeah was that like no sex no nothing yeah Yeah. all of that yeah and um yeah no alcohol um just anything that was going to be a distraction yeah where I couldn't sit and face myself. Like I just completely stripped everything back. So then I was just left with my innermost self Mm. and now nothing can hold me Mm. or nothing owns me anymore. But it took a lot of work to get there. So what I found with um, plant medicine, I believe plant medicine is really, really good for some people. Some people can do shadow work with it, you know, get little nuggets like you did to work out how you can be a bit show up as a better human in the world yeah with less attachments i feel like i've done that without it so when i i did try mushrooms once and then i was like everything i'm thinking i've already had this thought like Mm. it was just whoever i was with i could just have conversations with them about what goes on in my head anyway and they could understand me yeah yeah. (laughs) that's all it was like my brain goes there anyway so for me personally i don't need plant medicine but i can see how profound it has been for some other people in my life yeah yeah Mm. yeah that's uh that isolation thing is interesting like i've pretty much have done the same thing like since february last year Mm -hmm. um i when pretty much like the whole covid thing happened um i'd say that's when i like really like the really clear insights about Mm. like uh the illusion of the self and the fact that there isn't free will Mm. um and before that it was like this process of understanding it but there wasn't like an experiential component it wasn't like a so let's tell let's tell the people your beliefs around free well, will. So well, I'll introduce you a little bit more. First <laughs> okay. we just started we just but, so Molly runs. Uh, so you had a meditation app that yeah. you developed. Yeah. Um, what was that called? Bloom. Bloom. Yeah. Uh, and then how long, like, what was the sort of process of that? So we'll just gives people some context okay, before we get. Of who I am. We got Tam. We got Tam. All right. So um, my name's Molly. I'm in the tech and mindfulness space. And I guess that's why you've got me on to mm-hmm. just kind of delve into mindfulness and, you know, spirituality and the meaning of life and why we're here and all of that. And I love talking about this shit. So thank you for having me. No dramas. Um, I got into the tech and mindfulness space um, after I quit um, my full-time job at Bondi Sands. I yep. was their social media manager. That's the tanning brand. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was with those boys from the beginning. It w- I was their first employee. Sick. And I helped build their social media presence. So I have an understanding on how to build brands. Yeah. Um, I may be witchy and woo-woo, but I also am smart. Yeah. (laughs) People don't think so, but I am. Um, So once I finish that, I – so I'm trying to give like a a quick snapshot of everything. So I – 
did a lot of personal development work while I was at Bondi well, Sands. So where did that come from? Like the need or the compulsion to want to, to dive go, into that? Because yeah, you can live, th- you can go through life being completely ignorant and there's no, yeah. you know, no need to do it or no want to do it. Yeah. And there's some people that, um, so like for me, I look at the self as this process that we're not in control of. Mm. Uh, it's a mix between your environment and your DNA. So it's like literally mm. you get nature and nurture, it goes here. And then the self is like the thing in the middle that that's mm. like your interface with the world. And there's the external world and then the internal world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the key thing for me in that is like suffering. So yeah. if, if there is that the, the self is what produces suffering mm. and if there is enough suffering, um, then I think that is what kind of points people in that direction of like wanting to go into self-development. Self like, totally. you know, there's, yeah, and I, I know so many people, they just don't really feel the need to it. And it's like, yeah. they're, they're being this self and it's like rad. They don't really so overthink great. shit. They don't really. I'm jealous of those people. <laughs> yeah. So, but for me, it wasn't the case. And so for you, like, yeah. was there like yeah, there some was. kind of suffering that you had? To- there was. So I've always kind of been into this sort of woo-woo shit, for lack of a better word. Like I'd see spirits when I was a kid. Like mum would take me to energy management healers and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Like from the word go like I was just all about this I knew there was something more to what I was seeing yeah um I could feel it couldn't prove it but I could feel it um and then I guess I this is what I say on all podcasts my version of rock bottom that's what kind of led me into this so everyone's version of rock bottom is different yeah their pain is just as valid and just the same you know your goldfish could die and you might really love your goldfish. Yeah. Mine, my marriage fell apart. Yeah. So I was with a guy for 14 years. So all of my adult life growing up, yeah. I had built a really codependent relationship on this dude. Mm. And was that through your fault both. or his fault? Or both. just yeah, okay. Both. But I take full responsibility yeah. for my part in it. Um and then basically without going like I try to have grace and not really talk too much about what happened but he did he really did some damage Damage, and which is easy to do it's very easy to do but it was so I was so blindsided by it all and I it was just yeah like a whole new person basically so from that my whole life got like just to put it into context like half of me just got stripped away. Like, I didn't know who I was mm. in, in this world. I just didn't know, like, what I was meant to do. But at the same time, even though that was so painful and so bad, the it was perfect because mm. it, w- it then propelled me into being who I was truly meant to be on this earth. So in a way, even though he was the biggest dick ever, I could go and high-five him now and thank him because mm-hmm. I'm – making such a bigger impact in the world because of that so everything's perfect took me a long time to realize that but I'm so grateful for everything that happened so my version of rock bottom it was a real process over about two years and I was at the point where yeah I was going to kill myself many times really yeah and I've spoke about this on podcasts before I'm open about this it's fine yeah um 
but I just I just couldn't I didn't know how to put one step in front in front of the other and my situation was a bit unique because I wasn't allowed to talk to anyone about what was going on for a full year I was kind of muffled so that's where the isolation that's happened. You, yeah, right. So I had to kind of pretend everything was fine, mm. but it wasn't. And um, yeah, like it was just <laughs> it was it was a shitty shitty time. But so basically, the personal development kind of started because there would be days when I couldn't get out of bed. So I would, if you go through my notes in my phone. I go back to like 2017 and I would see a note would and there would just be like three things to do that day. It would be brush teeth, wow. have one meal and have a shower. Like that's was the start of my personal development journey, like really looking at myself because yeah. I, I couldn't physically do anything. And if I didn't set goals like that for myself, I would have died. So, you know, as each day kind of went on, I would get stronger and stronger and then maybe like by month three, I would add look at yourself in the mirror and say affirmations for 10 minutes. Yeah. And it just kind of kept growing. And then before you knew it, it was like teach yourself how to read astrology charts, <laughs> learn yeah. how to channel like and do tarot cards. Like um, so many – it just kept growing. And anything that I could have done, I did. And I went there and I just – like my favorite thing in the world is like looking at myself in the mirror and working out where I need to grow in any way and just facing the darkest parts of me head on and just being like, yeah, let's go. Because I'm not perfect. No one is. But I love when I find those bits where I can improve because yeah. it's such a challenge. I'm like, great, let's do it. Fuck, that's intense. I, I had no idea that that was the level. Because, yeah, like you can't I, – I don't think that um – yeah, they're just there has to be some kind of like uh, turning point or mm. some kind of intersection that you come to yeah. where you do get forced to to grow and change. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, for me, like it was, um, I, I just I'd always like just a real. I just have a different mind, you know, like a real yeah. different brain, and and it was just one of those things that I always like struggle with. It. I was I was definitely. I was so like insecure without thinking I was insecure in any way. Like it's the strangest thing when I look back now, I'm like, fuck dude, like (laughs) live your whole life. Just like really, really caring about, you know, what other people thought. And, you know, there was, there was so much, um, there was so much like Maddie, we're we're talking Maddie before and like what he said about action and motion, like in my head that relates to like motion is when you just, the wheels are going in your head. Mm but there's no output mm. there's no actual there's no actual action to that motion it's mm-hmm. just the wheels are spinning and that was my fucking life like yeah and I, I i remember like i lived in america for eight years mm. and like i spent my whole 20s there mm. and i just had like the most insane job i was a filmer for red bull and i traveled all over the world i'd go so to fun. like fucking 30 countries a year and yeah. parties every, like chicks it, uh, it was the yeah it was the Shots. best yeah, it was the fucking <laughs> you were best. living your best life but the whole time i was just like not there Unconscious. i was not present there at mm. all and i can see it now how um, many people can yeah, that's most people everybody yeah yeah that's good on you for realizing that at what what, at what point was it were you like hang on i just i was i was in a relationship um and 
I was essentially like I was having the same problems in mm. my life. Like, mm. and then I think relationships are a really good, <laughs> are a really good mirror. way. Yeah. Because it is a mirror. Yeah. It's, it's just exactly that. Like what you give to somebody is mm. how you feel inside mm. and, and like the, the way I would react and get angry and bad moods mm. and like just weird. Like I look back at myself now, I feel sorry for my ex-girlfriend. Like there was yeah. like, she had her, you know shit as well mm. um and it's the same deal like i fucking love the girl yeah um and i think even knowing what i know now like it's still i don't think we were supposed to be together but yeah. um yeah like i just and and then like the problem i had with her i had with like my last girlfriend and like yeah. and it was so it was me like and i kind of yeah. i got to this point where i just i was like all right we've got to be done here and then yeah like i just was have like i had i reckon it would be like I've never really said this, but I reckon every like year or two, I just have like a legitimate fucking breakdown, yeah, like a hardcore breakdown, mm. and just where I was just like fucked. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. what what am I here for? Like, the same problems keep happening. I can't stop thinking these like negative thoughts, and mm. just and objectively, your life looks incredible. Mm. And I mean, that's the biggest thing that I've learned as well. Like. Uh, it's a thing that Sam Harris says is like, how do you know that that person across you isn't enlightened already? Mm. And it's like, because unless you can see the the self and the, the talk that's going on inside the brain, like that, everyone just looks like they're enlightened. You know, Absolutely. they're just sitting there that you, you can't see their thoughts. Like mm-hmm. there's this entire internal reality that's completely invisible to you. So everyone just looks like they're mm-hmm. fucking enlightened. And that's why we all think like, man, how can he just sit there and chill like that, you know? Yeah. Where, and inside my head is just this fucking cacophony of just terrible <laughs> shit. And uh, so I, I had that relationship um, break down and, and it's funny, like the, I was, when we were DM and I said that the, it's the action sports and like the stuff I've done my whole life. I, I would always think about like, I would be desperate Mm. to ride my bike Mm. desperate and when i lived in america it was surfing and then golf like i just had these things that i was obsessed with Mm. and i didn't really know why and one of the big things about starting this podcast was like i'd do these interviews and i'd be asking these guys like what are you feeling like what are you what's it like do you go away when you're riding do you Mm. you know and i was sort of it was funny like 2006 17 or 18 there was like a clip i reposted on youtube the other day and uh because it was funny i'm like like i'd love to listen to myself talk before i had this yeah you know <laughs> and i was and i was asking these questions about like why do you think we do this like mm. is there something on the other side of of you know like if you're world champion you know winning that world championship or yeah if you're robbie madison jumping 300 feet like what's what is that that mm. draws you in um and yeah so it was just like this kind of gradual process Mm. and then i read uh i read waking up by sam harris and then i started doing um doing that app and it was it was more the theory Mm. i really needed to understand the theory behind Mm. things like free will behind things Mm -hmm. like the self the concepts within Mm -hmm. buddhism and i literally spent three years four years just like educating yourself only reading that sort of stuff Mm. and then then i could kind of like reverse engineer Mm. those questions that i was asking people about like where do you go like what are you doing this for and i i have just come to the conclusion that in in everyday life the things that we do 
and we crave doing at the times where we just lose that that internal monologue and the yeah. self does go away totally and it's so integrated into our life mm-hmm. that we just go oh that feels good yeah i want to go party i want to fuck yeah. i want to ride i want totally i want to do these things where like the conversation stops and it I'm takes in the you moment. out of your mind exactly and that is meditation yeah 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 so everybody i talk to like from owning the meditation app everyone's like i can't meditate i can't just sit there and everyone thinks you got to be like this yeah but you don't no meditation is getting out of that train of thought in your head and that can look like going to the gym that Mm. can look like running i know a lot of runners who get into like this state and it's just you know and there's so many other ways to do it so that's what i want to change the concept around meditation as well and show people that they're probably already doing it one way or another everybody when you watch trash tv yes and you just sit there (laughs) like that's why people watch netflix totally i need to do it because i need a break from my brain every now and then so i'll turn on housewives of beverly hills yeah catch up on all the erica girardi shit and then before you know it my mind's numb and i feel like kind of cozy and i could go back into my train of thought after that yeah meditation is housewife of beverly hills yeah it's it's any time and and that's the thing for me is like Mm. uh Get, just trying to when I talk about this stuff it's like you just just start looking for that in yeah. your life like look for those times mm. where you like for all of us like the people that listen to this like so many people that listen to this podcast are like ride or surf or fucking BMX or that's whatever meditation it's just like just notice <laughs> yeah. all you have to do is notice the time where that voice goes away mm. and it might happen for you know a couple minutes if you're doing a long moto or you're in a race mm. like mm. for me like ju- that's one of the things where um jujitsu as well is probably the most uh like vivid form of that yeah. where it's like we today we did these seven minute rolls and mm. like and you have to have laser focus yeah you just so it's, well so there's two um there's two different types of flow states mm. there's a panoramic flow mm. which is like i don't know if you've ever traveled and you've seen just like a beautiful vista yeah and it's like the view just like it's almost like it takes your breath away yeah and you just for a second you kind of go that's like a, a panoramic flow mm-hmm. so it, it's so open and so wide mm-hmm. and then what you would experience in like jiu-jitsu or surfing or motocross or shit like that is absorbed flow yeah so where you're so focused it's so detailed mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's taking so much of like your processing yeah that the this process of the self just kind of falls totally that's like kundalini yoga for me yeah right yeah explain kundalini so kundalini yoga i that's what isn't that what russell brand's like super into yeah i feel like that changed my life really yeah so kundalini yoga is it's a mixture of breath work sound and movements of the body that you can kind of put together into sequences called kriyas and they can reprogram pathways in your brain to yeah new ways of being um living experiencing so i in that year that i had off from life or whatever we want to call it (laughs) the year i went inwards i did an abundance kriya every day for a year so it was an 11 minute meditation where I did this thing like above my head chanted every morning without fail like and so the reason why I know this works is because when I quit Bondi Sands 
I quit Bondi Sands because every cell in my being was made up different. And I just knew I did not fit in this spot anymore. Mm. Everything was fine. Yeah. Nothing was bad, but I had expanded so much. I just was like, this feels so restrictive to me. I cannot be here anymore. So I quit without any money. I had one more pay round left. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do. That was April in like 2019. April 2019. By August 2019, I had launched a number one meditation app in Australia. Fuck, that's insane. Eh? It is insane. And I, I'm not putting it down to just the abundance career that I did for Kundalini, but yeah, it did play an aspect. it's like as- a path- pathway. It is. And it opened up um, an abundance mindset to me more so than I'd ever had before. Mm. Um, you know, the right people, because I was like magnetic I was working on my aura. Like, everybody has an aura. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Your vibe, like, it literally does. We don't get taught about energy management at school, and we really should. Like, there's, you know, if you go, sometimes you might be feeling really calm, fine, you go to the supermarket, and all of a sudden you just hate everyone Mm -hmm. because you're picking up on all their energy. So, I, Kundalini Yoga really helps work on your energy field, um, and whatever you need kind of gets drawn to you so um i swear by kundalini yoga (laughs) and so what's that look like like what's a session of that i mean you not to demonstrate yeah so it's well it's it depends so if you like on well web for example my new business and on bloom i'm sure they still have kundalini yoga on there um because we sold bloom yeah did I, say, did I say that at the I start? I think so. I don't know. So we sold, So we did Bloom for a while, then we sold Bloom and we're working on WellWeb now, which is a video streaming platform for all things wellness. Yeah. Um, we wanted this to be a place where there's so many options on there where you can work out what your meditation is Yeah. and how you can get back to your center because what works for you might not necessarily work for me. So it's just a safe space where people can go to explore. Yeah. So Kundalini Yoga is on there. We have ones where it's like it might be a Kriya for energy or a Kriya for immunity mm. or a Kriya to um, break addictive patterns. And they might be like a three-minute session, a 11-minute session or a 22-minute session. Like it's kind of up to you how long you want to do or you can do a full class. Yeah. Um, and that's just crazy. Afterwards, like I do a full class for an hour and a half and I am just like yeah. on another level. <laughs> yeah. I So the most like I guess I'll do like I do just my daily meditation. And I'll do like 10 yeah. minutes. Is in this morning. your morning routine? Yeah. So um, that, that was like that was one thing too where I just I had some kind of like I guess just fucked up ideas in my head around yeah. like how I should be and what was like free, you know, a way to be free. And I was like, I work for myself. That means I don't have to have a routine. Who put those ideas in your head? Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Just the way, yeah, you grow up and you, Mm. you know, have this influence and this influence. And even, you know, your parents telling you have to do something and then you thinking that you know better than your parents. So you're literally just going to do the opposite of what (laughs) they, you know. But, um, But yeah, so I would, I'd be like, all right, you know, routine is like the, the killer of freedom so i never had any kind of routine and like that's why i literally was got called gypsy by everybody because yeah. i was 20 i was uh 
18, bought a camera in my van, drove around Australia filming motocross and mm. then moved to America and traveled. All. So like there was just at no point, there was never a home base. There was never, yeah, a, right. you know, and, and it, I didn't realize, but that's the shit that was like fucking me up, you know, like I <laughs> yeah. didn't have like a spot. I was just so all mm. over the place. But yeah, so then, um, and the other thing too, I'd never been alone mm. and fuck you need to be alone yeah you like do. everybody needs to be alone totally. and you need to like know uh you need to know what comes up mm. for you mm. you know and and i was i was definitely just like whatever um whatever what's like the word for it that just like the impulses so yeah. to me it was like now looking back it's like if you've got a thought and then that thought comes to you mm. and then you're instantly attached to that thought. Mm. That's an impulse. Like if you mm-hmm. just, if it, it gets delivered and then you act on it instantly, that's it's not really yeah. like a thought. That just is an impulse. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you don't know that that's something that, mm. or like how your kind of brain works and that's the same for Self-awareness. everybody. Self-awareness. Yeah. So I would just be like impulse, impulse, yeah. impulse, impulse, impulse. And you kind of just like bounce around. Mm. So I kind of... I was slowly starting to figure these things out. And then, you know, I, when I broke up with my ex, I was like, I'm going to be alone mm. and yeah, live in my own house by myself. And, mm. and it was just like, uh, I just like, I didn't know how to cook. I didn't really yeah. know how to, like do my own washing. It was just, it was just a fucking shit show, like across the board <laughs> essentially. But yeah. I thought I was killing it because mm. I'm like, ah, oh, my fucking podcast is going good. Mm. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So, to get back to routine mm. i just really was like oh i'm gonna do this routine thing so yeah i just get up in the morning i yep. make coffee i read for an hour then i do my meditation shower and then do my work day mm. and then right before bed i do my morning meditation sitting i like i'll treat yep. it like a, a practice kind of thing mm-hmm. and then at night i'll just listen to the same do you meditate again. to a guided meditation yeah, so i use waking up yeah so okay, that's cool. why i get asked a lot um yeah uh, and I, I just, I've really just subscribed to Sam Harris's way of thinking. Like he's a neuroscientist. Yeah. There's yeah. no, like as far as the woo woo stuff goes, like yeah. I'm fucking fine with it. Yeah. But for me, totally. I'm just like straight to the point. And I think people need that. Yeah. I think people do need that. I don't need that because yeah. I trust my intuition enough now where if it says to do something, I'll do it. Yeah. And it doesn't It doesn't bother me. But people need this, especially people who are just kind of getting into exactly. all of this as well. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like if everybody fully sat down and asked themselves the question, like, like what, what's going on inside yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Like, they would, they would get curious. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, it's just the noise and the routine of, like, just not being alone and just, like, go, 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 doing all this, blah, blah, blah. But if you actually just stop and sit with yourself, you'll realise there's a lot of questions there and it's fucking scary sitting with yourself. Like, it is. I get it. But it's also my favourite thing in the world to do now. So, for example, two days ago, I got so pissed off. Like, just because you like this, you can't avoid no. human emotion yeah. and fucked up shit that happens so I got so pissed off at the world the other day I was like why am I here like this is so shit COVID all this bullshit I was just like I'm done not like literally done but I was like yeah you're just off it I'm off it yeah I'm so off this place um so I then knew okay Molly's pissed off for a little bit 
blocked out the rest of my schedule for the day, literally locked myself in the room, got angry, journaled about how fucked up the world was, cried for about an hour and a half. And then I was like, just, you know, just in, I engulfed myself in all of the emotions. I was like, ah! And then the next day I woke up, I was like, I was like, geez, what a wonderful planet we live on. (laughs) But that's the thing. If you sit with yourself and feel something fully instead of trying to put a Band-Aid over it or distract yourself by picking up your phone and having a scroll, if you actually just sit there with it, people will realise that it comes and goes so quickly and it's actually not that scary. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think that... um the the thing as well is when you so ev- literally everyone says and i was a person that said like i can't meditate like did, mm. my brain's fucking crazy in the way of <laughs> and like, everyone's is in yeah. their own way but like even today i thought like i left the gym and i've got like this the this jujitsu bag it's like this fucking long duffel thing and you got geese it's it's a shit show <laughs> so and then at the moment i'm dealing with these sore shoulders so i'm like going i'm like how can i just like easily just get this bag in and i'm like throwing the bag <laughs> thinking about like the way i push this and the angle like mm. all this is just happening so quick and that's my whole fucking life everything <laughs> i do like that's the way that i'm yeah. thinking about shit yeah so i was that person that was like i'd the first time I sat down to meditate, all I could think about was the fact that I was sitting down to meditate. Yeah. And there's no, like, the you don't... I mean, I guess you do get good at meditating, but, mm. like, that's kind of, like, not the goal. Like, the goal mm. is to just, like, sit and observe how your mind does work. Mm-hmm. And then over time, you just see, like, the patterns and you see you see the things that you need to connect to and that you... Totally. Um, that you don't need to connect to and then it gets easier to drop those thoughts and Mm -hmm. then you can you know over time you get to places where there just isn't really anything for a while and then that's right but then you also build up a toolbox of coping not coping mechanisms like but I guess it is but not in a bad way um like of just tools that you can use to deal with life in daily life Yeah, yeah yeah and it's there's so many healthy tools out there as opposed to just going and getting like fucked up yeah but sometimes you need to do that yeah that's true it is pretty fun yeah (laughs) um but yeah so i think uh yeah for me it was just like this process of like learning and i for whatever reason like so uh i think we started sort of talking about before we uh recorded but i was always really into philosophy and i really wanted to i I love philosophy and i was very into like metaphysics Mm. and like always i was just obsessed with from like a young kid Mm. i was obsessed with what reality was like what is reality i always had this like weird uh i guess just like fascination with it and i i grew i grew up going to like a a catholic school and Mm. not for one second Mm. like literally not one second there was no i was just like oh okay cool this isn't what it is it's same the whole time i remember going to church like ash wednesday and having to eat the bread i was like what what are we doing i was like mum, i don't get it and even like i remember once you had to sit down and like confess your sins to the priest i was seven like yeah. i didn't have, i didn't know what a sin was then i was yeah. like so i remember it vividly i was like oh mum asked me to sweep the floor and i didn't that was a lie because i could you just had to make something i up. couldn't yeah, think yeah. of anything but they forced me to think and i was like this isn't right this yeah. isn't sitting well with me so i'm exactly the same yeah, and I, I i had a sense that like 
I, I wanted to know what the universe was, where mm. we came from. and But to me, it was always like consciousness. Like what is mm. the conscious experience? And, and so I remember being young and I would have this thing, this theory where I was like, if you put a rat in a shoebox, this mm-hmm. was like my 10, 12-year-old brain. Love it. If you put a rat in a sealed shoebox, there is, and that, that rat was born in there, and it grew up in there and it just got got its food and water. Mm. There is no information inside that box yeah. that could ever tell that rat <laughs> yeah. what is outside that box. Yes. And if there was like a, a sound that he heard from the outside, yeah. that would just be this like internal thing. Yeah. Like you might know, oh, that's coming from outside. Yeah. But again, you've got no information. Yeah. Zero. Literally yeah. zero. Yes. And, uh, that's and, so smart. And I, I was always like, we're just a rat in a cage. Like, yeah. So for me, the, the question of God was never like it was pointless to me because mm. I'm like, we could never know. Yeah. It's like a, it's like you do algebra, mm-hmm. but you don't get given the values to substitute for X and Y. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you get that, you can only ever get like X plus Y equals mm-hmm. C. And then you can fucking rearrange that a hundred mm. different times, but you only ever have those values. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. So for me, it was just, it was always that question about mm. the, the thing was like reality and then it kind of moved to consciousness. And then mm. I went, I, uh, I read, um, so I'd always just read like philosophy and try and understand that. And then sort of like metaphysical stuff about like what reality is. And then a lot of physics is essentially like trying to figure out what reality is. Mm. It's, um, it's great. It's, we need people like you because I don't have that urge to understand all mm. of the jargon and the technical stuff. I just yeah. like trust it. Yeah, you feel it. I feel it, yeah. it and I trust it so much. So I like when people like you come around because I'll be like, yeah, what is going on in my brain? Yeah. And right. how am I getting to these altered states of consciousness? How am I connecting with all of these different frequencies? Because that's where I'm at. Like yeah. I, I am... So you've got like the experiential side dialed in. Yes. But in terms of like the... the um, the understanding and the no theory. idea yeah no yeah. idea but it's still so real to me yeah yeah and um you know the experiences that i have in meditation all the time like i would love to know how yeah <laughs> i get to these altered states and can communicate with things on different so when you say like communicate like what's that <laughs> look like or what's that feel like um okay so the way i would describe it is you know, like psychics who can talk to dead people. Yeah. So everything, everything's frequency. Everything's energy. Yeah. And um, whatever we... <laughs> oh, God, my brain's going to go into <laughs> a million pieces. <laughs> so I guess it's like... But then it goes... Oh, my God, there's so many layers to this <laughs> because it was like what we were saying in the DMs. Like, essentially, everything is us anyway. Yeah, so it's all coming from, like, <laughs> I one know. place. It all comes from, like, one light energy source whatever yep. but anyways from that is all different layers and different yep. levels of it yeah so i can tap into different levels and different frequencies on it so there's a thing called like 3d reality which we're living in right now yep. like a 3d reality you can yep. see feel touch have a full range of emotions this is the frequency that we're on yeah i can tune into a different level of frequency and there's a whole nother reality there yeah that's basically what happens to me. So, and what, then, so but that's what people explain when they're on DMT. I've never done DMT. That's a hundred percent it. So when people say, 
aliens don't exist, blah, blah, blah. Aliens don't really exist in the 3D or dead people, angels, whatever, don't exist in the 3D, but they do exist in other Mm. frequencies. And it's... I've just become an absolute master of tuning into different frequencies and realities like a DMT trip, basically. Yeah, that's insane. It is insane. So I guess like where where I'm at with it all, and I think that um, there is this... So I don't really know where you'd start with this. I know, this is the problem. So it's so like... Much. So... I think that the the first thing that really kind of connected for me mm-hmm. is that, and that, like you mentioned Alan Watts before, and you talk about like uh, you, every, any Buddhist guy or any kind of, but the, so this is the craziest thing for me. This is the thing that I love the most and the, the bridge I'm trying to kind of bounce cool. between, right? So there's like a guy like Joshua Bach, who's like a, a one of the most brilliant mathematician, physicist, like... Yep in the world right he says the exact same thing about consciousness as the buddha right so 2500 years apart and they have the exact same Mm. um the exact same uh outcome Mm. of like what consciousness is how we interface with reality and so you're more on this camp Mm -hmm. you know that the the buddha got to those realizations just by sitting yeah and then you see how what reality really is Mm -hmm. and then you get a guy like joshua Mm. who is a you know german scientist and he's got to that through purely through just understanding Mm. science and physics and and how we interface with reality this is so great i'll send you some links to this guy like (laughs) this is so good i actually want to do a video uh joshua talks about free will yeah and he breaks down free will in like the most ridiculously scientific like yeah. it's fucking incredible but people need that and i the reason why people like me on this end love that is because most people just look at me and they're like you are a freak like yeah, is yeah. it what are you even talking about and i'm like but it's real but i don't have like the vocabulary yeah. or the concepts the concepts yeah. to i'm like it is like i i can't deny what's happening to me whereas this dude here they're the ones that i want he might not even like i actually really would love to talk to him Mm. um the the podcast that i heard him on is lex friedman so one of my favorite Mm. it's pretty much the only podcast i listen to actually and he's Mm. a scientist as well Mm. he's like develops ai so the the funniest well not the funniest but like the crazy part about it is is like there's a group of people that are trying to engineer what consciousness is (laughs) and then an integral part of consciousness is self-awareness mm-hmm. so like wherever this consciousness is produced uh in a life form there's mm. a self that kind of comes along with it mm. and so i'll actually i'll backtrack to just give a little bit more of these like childhood thoughts kind of yeah but i would have these thoughts as a kid around um okay so you've got matter mm-hmm and then that's just like random atoms and ions and quarks and protons and electrons and they're interfacing together and they're spinning and then they they group together um and then essentially it's like uh uh like chaos and order Mm -hmm. um which is like a jordan peterson thing as well but that's essentially what's happening in the world and so there was this point where there was nothing and it was everything there was this big bang and it exploded all of these particles out into the universe it mm-hmm. created the universe that thing's been expanding 
forever um and then that was complete chaos there was no organization in that chaos at all then over the billions and trillions of years those that matter is organized into Mm -hmm. uh order from the this chaos right so i remember being a kid and thinking that there's like these layers like you said to the universe and it starts out as like raw materials essentially Mm -hmm. and then those uh raw materials turn into matter like a a table Mm -hmm. organized so we're going up like 2d 3d 4d yeah and then we get into life Mm -hmm. so then there's life that organizes from matter and essentially like so the there's like entropy in the universe so like if you leave something alone in the universe then there's like this entropy that's there like things break down if you mm-hmm. leave a fucking apple on a table yeah it'll break down like that's the that's like a property of which the is universe, also like right? thoughts as well like if you give thoughts if if you think about something it's there yeah if you don't think about something it's not there oh yeah it's just in, same thing in and out. with yeah. yeah actual things anyways so <laughs> so then you go from from matter to then life and mm-hmm. what life does is life uses things that are experiencing entropy to sustain itself. Mm-hmm. And then, so that can be basically like the lowest level of life is like one cell. And then that cell can use things in the universe that are experiencing entropy to mm-hmm. then uh, keep itself alive, right? Yeah. And then you go to this other layer of, of uh, life that produces a conscious experience. So there's like this awareness of having the experience Mm -hmm. and and i would i used to kind of think that that was like a exclusive i was like that that's what makes us special yeah it's actually not what makes us special because like my dog is having an experience totally you know what i mean that's i just want to quickly add to that so this is what i say with the different levels of consciousness or different level whatever it is however you want to define it same thing that you're talking about the levels and the layers Mm -hmm. there's no wrong or right there's no better or worse there just is it's like for example i might live on level 11 and someone might live on level two doesn't make me better than them that's the same experience we're just on different levels that's all it is yeah as long as there's like an awareness of Mm. having the experience so then um and then this is where this chat with joshua is so fucking incredible because um he talks about it in like a ai sense right so there's like this this thing that's in the world and it's got like this uh this like set kind of goal and then he uses like an example of a thermometer so a thermometer has this set point to where it's like move to create zero deviation between so as the temperature gets hotter there would be like a deviation so if it's like you've got the red shit in a thermometer Mm. and it's like goes up to 30 degrees celsius well that has to come up so that there's like zero deviation Mm. so that's a thing that is like doing so in in a sense that's like some form of life yeah right because it's like uh, a thing in the universe that can uh have a set point and then move to achieve Mm. that goal so the difference is is like there's no model that's required Mm. there's no it doesn't have to be it only has to exist in the present moment there's no care for the future Mm. all it has to do is just minimize set point deviation Mm -hmm. um in (laughs) this in whatever that that set point is right so then uh you look at something like more complex forms of life have these more 
complex set points. Mm. Uh, So, like, for my dog, for example, it's like he needs to food, he needs to shit, he he needs to, like, he he wants to find a mate at some point. So, like, there's, there's like, more complicated set points, right? Yeah. So then that that creates this requirement to create models Mm. of... well, not of the universe. So it just needs to create models mm. within those set points so that there's de- there's a certain level of deviation, which yep. would be more than a thermometer. Mm. And there's like a set point in the future, like I'm going to need food at some point. Yeah. So that then these models are created. And so you've got this conscious awareness mm. and then this processing in the brain yeah. that creates models of its universe mm. to then... Uh, allow it to like minimize set point mm. deviation, right? And it keeps stretching and stretching and stretching. So the more complex the model is, mm. you get basically to us to where it's like where this we've got to this point where uh, our model extends to the universe. Where mm. like we're we're trying to map the entire universe because we mm. kind of have the ability to do so. Yeah, so there's that. like this uh, these models can get created. Um, in such detail because we've got a large brain and we've got blah 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 so it's essentially it's just like you a computer mm. that's got like this is a set point that it needs so let's say you got a robot yeah. and you want to teach it to the the set point is like get the ball in the net mm-hmm. and it's like a it's a soccer robot and then you you give it this consciousness like the level at which uh it would create these models mm. would basically be at the mercy of like whatever that sort of set point was so we've got all these crazy set points in our Mm. modeling of like happiness and love and yeah so we create like these concepts individual for every person as well like it's so different and so vast everyone's experience yeah so then you go you've got this conscious experience which what is what we are and then from there the next level, mm-hmm. it seems like if you look at the way that the world is going, is that we're trying to re-engineer consciousness. Yeah. We're trying to solve like this hard problem um, of consciousness and then that's what kind of like uh, uh, artificial intelligence would be. Mm-hmm. So if we can map consciousness, then maybe we can... So, uh, there's like this this level. It's like there's this force within... Mm. That's kind of as woo-woo that I'll get. Is like It seems like there's this force within the universe yeah. that is trying to just create continuous complexity mm. and and we've got to this level where we're trying to like model mm. um our own universe so mm. so that's kind of like my in my head i'm like all right that's like this spectrum of life yeah. from no life to yep. the most complex form of life and and then i guess where it kind of life really, as we know it too. Uh, exactly yeah. like it's infinite like that's just putting a cap on our human experience when there is even more of that as well well. that's the model that we can make like Mm. that's the most complex Mm. you know models that we've got and Mm. there's you know a guy like joshua hill he's trying to create these like insanely there's something to with the set point you know Mm. he's trying to minimize this deviation to the point where like he's trying to figure out how the fucking universe works like all Mm. up you know so he'll never get it. No, nah, nah, but maybe, <laughs> should we call him and tell him? <laughs> yeah, just like stop now. But, <laughs> but uh, so, and then in terms of like, this is where I guess the meditation side of it comes mm-hmm. in in combination with science for me is like when I figured out or like when I learned that we don't interface with reality. Mm-hmm. There's no like you talk about like the 3D world that we can see. So that is the dream that people like Alan Watts will talk about or um, 
you mm. know, like the Buddha, that everything's a dream. It's all mm-hmm. an illusion. It's, it is real. Like we are here and we are having an experience, but mm-hmm. what we're having, we're experiencing a model. We're experiencing like... I can't believe how deep we're getting. Yeah. <laughs> the people going to be able to put up with like, I just laugh because I get what you're saying. Yeah. Do people understand this? I don't know. Well, good luck. Yeah, see if they can. <laughs> well, you only got to sit and look at it for long enough. That's to, what I mean. Well, even if it's just one or two th- nuggets that we've yeah. said and people are like, hang on a second. Yeah, well, a lot of people have started using like waking up and meditating good. and stuff yeah. as a result. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, Keep no, going. Right. But so when you like science knows that we don't interface Mm. with reality like what reality is is what uh quantum physicists they go down and down and and like Mm. smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller like these base layers of reality so we're not interfacing like we don't see the outside world Mm. we see a projection internally of the outside world right and so what we actually are is just the awareness like just the thing that is having the experience like we just are the consciousness and then everything else comes inside that so like to explain that to people the easiest way is you've got four photoreceptors at Mm. the back of your eyeball and then different wavelengths of light will show you different colors that's like the color spectrum so red is the longest wavelength of light blue is the shortest wavelength of light so with these four photoreceptors and that's why some animals see in black and white yeah that's why some animals can see like crazy Mm. uh vivid colors and then Mm. that's probably why uh when you do like psychedelics or dmt and you have like those insane visuals it's it's like there's something in the chemical that's kind of like over cranking those Mm. senses Mm. so you're getting this data that is our normal model is seeing oh my god yeah. and then it's over cranked uh there's like this different input that's sort of coming in yeah. and it's like essentially when the the light hits the back of your eyes for that for then when it gets uh turned into this internal mm. projection it's amplified so, or it's nullified. so i've got a question because i feel like <laughs> you understand it more so how does that happen to me without psychedelics well so i think that it, what it happens is like the, the it's sort of at the level of the self so like when the self kind of gets away expanded yeah. well have. no so i think um i'll, I'll keep explaining i'll try, yeah, I'll try no, to get there for you <laughs> um, going, so going. yeah you once you kind of um can viv like really understand that you go like oh so i'm not see like how i would have thought before mm-hmm. is like your eyes are just a window from your head mm-hmm. and it's like the yourself like who you are is just like looking out of the glass at this world and like you're inside and the world's outside mm-hmm. and that's that's duality mm-hmm. that's like subject on the subject of experience and the subject inside the world and the world is out there so mm-hmm. i'm in here the world's out there and that's how it feels mm-hmm. so that's it what it feels like to be a self mm-hmm. and that is a that is a like a real feeling essentially mm. um but the problem is then is when you connect with that and you yeah. don't have the understanding that all this is just this this dream-like process that's that's going on in the brain and so you you kind of realize that and then you're like oh okay so when i open my eyes I'm not at this one-to-one interface with reality. Mm. This is what this is, is this is my brain. I've got this like processing unit. Essentially, it's like hardware and software. Mm -hmm. So it's like this software that's embedded in this hardware substrate. 
and then so once you kind of see that you're like oh okay so the the internal then what that does is that like shatters the barrier between the internal world Mm -hmm. and the external world Mm -hmm. and so how we it feels and how and this is different in different cultures like there are cultures that don't really have a self there's cultures that don't say i me my like this is not this is not like the standard human condition this is like the western human condition Mm -hmm. um but that's what kind of breaks down that barrier so then you go and you you think like the like a water bottle on the table you're like oh i'm in here and then that's out there and then with i guess this line of thinking or like how things actually are is like that's a model Mm. of the world as i'm seeing that's like the best model that i can create Mm. and it's it's there to predict things like you're there's a really great book by Lisa Feldman Barrett and it's called Seven and a Half Lessons on the Brain. Mm. And the first chapter or the first half chapter is your brain is for predicting, not thinking. Mm. So basically we have like this process of prediction that's just constantly going on and that you're like cashing all of these uh, predictions. So I can, I come in here, I know my studio is going to look the same when I come in here. Like there's mm. like this prediction that I like, so you just like build this reality yeah. in your head that you kind of interface with. Mm. So you, the self that you feel like the me, the, the internal, like the one that gets angry, the one that gets sad, the one that gets happy, the one that gets frustrated, that is a part of that process and that that modeling Mm. um, of what your reality is Mm. and so for me you sit and you meditate and you think so how you kind of when you start meditating you think the thoughts are on the inside the world is on the outside yeah and then slowly it sort of just breaks down to the fact where the self is a thing that and so like that water bowl is like it's in my conscious experience i'm like aware of it and then i look away and it's not there Mm. so it's like and yeah, that thing is in reality and it's still there. But in terms of the way I experience it mm. and how it arises, it mm-hmm. arises and then it goes away. Mm. And the self is the exact same thing. Yeah. And so when you, whatever thoughts you have about me and my and I, mm. um, they're happening in the exact same way that that water bottle is mm. happening. And that's where we kind of, how you feel like it's all one thing. Yeah. Then that's what it is, is because it's, it's all you have consciousness you have your conscious experience Mm. of the world and then you have the contents that feel that conscious experience Mm. so you close your eyes there's like nothing there externally but you have this internal contents Mm. of consciousness Mm. but then you open your eyes the world appears everything's full yeah your conscious experience is uh you know things are permeated in that conscious experience yeah and there was like a really really good meditation the other night the the daily meditation on sam's app changes every single day yeah and so i'm just laying in bed and uh he says like okay folk feel something that's like is there some tension in the body is there something that's sore is there any pain and then it's like now focus on that Mm. is consciousness the underlying conscious experience changed or is that just a part of the contents within that Mm. so at the end of it all it's like what's left Mm. what's the thing that you really are is just like this awareness and everything else that's happening your feelings your thoughts your emotions your job what you got to do it's all just this complex modeling Mm. that is basically kind of just like based around this set point and there's no so how it feels is like um 
it's like the monkey riding the elephant. Mm. I'm the monkey and I'm pushing this thing around. I'm pushing my body around. I'm responsible for the thoughts. I'm responsible for the feelings. I'm, re- I'm the thing that's, um, that is making, uh, making this meat suit do its thing. And I'm the author of my own thoughts and mm. my, my, uh, impulses are mine and my mm. problems are mine and all of the it's all this me 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 mm. uh, but when you kind of sit with that it's yeah. just it's all just this contents that is within mm. uh, your experience so do you believe that awareness when you bring free will into that you believe we don't have free will is that correct yeah. because can you explain that to me this one is a bit harder to explain okay. there is so the how people say is like it's not that it's wrong it's that it's not even wrong Mm. it's like we don't even really we feel like we experience free will Mm. uh, but we don't even experience it in the way that we think we do like it's and so and so how that is intertwined with the self as well so that's like it's sort of two sides of the same coin so if you had free will you would have there would be like a self there would be like a a a monkey pushing the elephant around you know so Mm -hmm. like there's an easy kind of a test that you can do with it is like name a movie you've seen ever this is as broad and there's no there's no this isn't a trick question there's no right answer this is as broad this is as free a decision yes this is moulin rouge okay have you seen titanic yeah why didn't you say titanic because I just thought of Moulin Rouge first. But were you free to think of Titanic or were you just like delivered Moulin Rouge and then you just said it? I was delivered Moulin Rouge. And there's no... So was there any freedom in that process at all? Did it... Because it came from consciousness, my answer. And what it, what it kind of came from is like, remember I said at the start, is like you've got the experience, like you've got your DNA, who you are, like yeah. your that, that makeup, right? And then, so you were born in this place mm. and then you've had all these experiences and maybe Moulin Rouge is your favorite movie because you and your mum watch it together. But like you could tell a story <laughs> yeah. about why you picked Moulin Rouge, mm. but at no point do you know why you actually did. Like mm. you can, you're sort of just telling yourself a story. Yeah, I like So this. free will is, this, this is the same as the self. Mm. The self is a story mm-hmm. about who you are, who am I, this is how I feel. I have this type of man yeah. uh, and you can explain it mm. based on the way you've acted in the past and the way that you've felt in the past. And like mm. the self is kind of just like this memory that we kind of no, have, it. you know, I understand exactly what you're saying. And I feel like you've just broken it all down and described it and flipped it in a different way way than what I would have explained it but at the end of the day even it's if the same thing. it's the same thing like yeah. my thoughts might not my thought process might not be the exact same as yours mm. and the words that I use to describe what I'm describing might not be the same as yours but essentially what I feel like you're trying to express and what I'm trying to express is the same thing mm-hmm. of so this consciousness yeah there's something that comes from deep 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 within in inside us that tells like that almost not speaks for you but um does for you like it, it's coming from the most purest place and to me 
my thought process prior to you talking about this probably that is free will mm. but when you flip it from that place it's then it's not free will because yeah. but it then feels like it, fr- it feels like free will but then like we could then say that is essentially us anyway yeah so if we're making that decision from the purest most pla- like if that essentially is us is that free will well i just think that again that's like a story yeah you know what i mean I know. it's like a it's just this story that you've kind of told yourself about the decision but in terms of like so for something to be real it has to be able to be like implemented yeah you know and that even the self is like and there's a trillion ways to do this and this is why Mm. buddhism has been taught for Mm. literally thousands of years and Mm. there's so many ways and all we have is like these metaphors and analogies Mm. and but it's sort of to try and kind of get at the same thing i love being challenged like this it's so good like i just love thinking and just breaking it down yeah yeah it's pretty and i don't have many people i can talk to about this stuff. yeah right so it's kind of cool to have some yeah (laughs) go team but you know even and to you know to get at the free will thing again it's like the things that you say like you weren't free it to pick that movie even in the sense that you weren't yeah there was no freedom of choice and you even or Mm. like me asking you that Mm. so like you only answered that because you were prompted It, it was like what we are is just this like moment to moment experience but we're connecting with it it feel it's it feels like you and if and then when you give that answer it's like that feels like an answer that mm. you would give but it's just this like moment to moment and every everything that you say as like a you and a self yeah. and a, as a person is just predicated on the experience that you had before yeah. and before and before and if you follow this train all the way back to your birth it's like what was your first thought yeah you know and every thought that you've ever had in your life is just a result of the thought that came before that yeah and it's like if you if you like what point has any of this been your choice like you <laughs> weren't you weren't cho- you didn't choose to be born you didn't choose your parents you didn't choose no, you any didn't. of the influences you know totally like, i agree with you i feel like it's um not morbid but like when you think about it like that like it's like it's very emotionless like it's yes that's kind of the problem yeah it's very um not robotic but you know the vibration of the word i'm trying to say like it's like it's it sucks like the soul out of it even though it is soul yeah um but i guess that's just me giving meaning to it like so i get it i get it but it's um it's it's all very interesting but like i guess then what the point is and this is like the lesson that i've kind of learned the last couple of days like what's the point of all of it then like what is the point of all of it like some days you feel like you've got this mission and you want to change the world and you want to do this and blah 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 but that's just all the meaning that i'm giving well i think that that yeah i that's the answer i mean i don't know Mm. you know like it i don't know but i think i think because i i literally journaled this last night i was like like some days nothing means anything and I'm just like doing my thing the next day I'm like full body yes tingles I'm like I'm gonna change the world I'm gonna change the tech space and blah 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 but then the next day I don't give a fuck and I'm like what is it and that and whoever came over me which I guess was me fuck you (laughs) fucked up my thought process on everything now but like um whoever it was that came over they were like whatever you give meaning to holds meaning yes so 
there's no wrong or right. Like yeah. just give something meaning and enjoy that. So I just my thing today when I woke up, I'm like, fuck. Like we may as well just have fun. Yeah. Like it's so serious yeah. if you really think about it. So, you know, we may as well just enjoy it and not take it too seriously and just have a laugh and you know we're very lucky really if we think about it if we adjust consciousness like we're not a rock yeah we're not that like we get to experience a full spectrum yes. of emotions yeah. from sadness to despair to like the happiest and joyful like you know that's why i guess we choose to have a human experience is to come here and experience well you don't choose to i have know a human everything i say now yeah. i'm questioning because of what you yeah. said but i'm just living in my own little yeah you know but so for me like the way that i say it is like the meaning of life is to make meaning of life yeah you don't get a choice like you're alive you're Mm. having this experience experience, right Mm. and so this is where this is why this kind of insight like the insight that you've had and the insight that i've had it comes from suffering Mm. and suffering is only a product of the self so this like, like let's say you're what's the fucking point you know that's 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 the self that's like this concept trying to explain uh you know the way that you're experiencing reality you're obviously interfacing with it on a certain level like you've you've connected to Mm. some kind of thought right Mm. and so there in buddhism they call it skillful and unskillful Mm. so it's like the the thing is, is that, and I've, I do have a couple friends that I talk to about this kind of stuff and I'll have friends and they'll say like, um, they'll say like, oh, um, you know, so what is, um, oh, I, how much are you, do you feel like this self? And I'm like fucking all day. Mm. Like literally, that's like, that is this thing that can't be avoided like i'm sure and this is why in buddhism you've got people that go and like literally live in a cave yeah and then they 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 lose that self Mm. and then they just stay there Mm. just continuously but even then they'll be kind of coming back coming back it's something that again it's like this process that we don't have control over Mm. so there's no uh and that's why a lot of times you'll you'll hear in uh like alan watts and those guys they'll be like don't try Mm. you know don't strive for this don't and it's it's paradoxical Mm. and like all of the advice that is in like buddhism and all of these kind of different uh spiritual practices is so paradoxical yeah is because it's like oh there's no self but you can't help being a self like (laughs) everything is this it's a head fuck yeah so but for me at least it's like okay the insight and that's why like the personal development and stuff like i read business books i read psychology books because you've still got to exist in this world you don't have a choice The, the self that you are yeah is going like a who who you are is like a you need to not think of it as like this concrete thing mm. it's not like this rock and it's unchanged you're the unchanging center of your experience it's just a process mm-hmm. and like uh you call it like selfing you're not you're not a self you're just selfing constantly it's mm. just inputs coming in and then this is the process that deals with the world you know yeah. like i have to be jace that gets a phone bill at, well i don't actually get a phone bill shout out to boost mobile um but <laughs> i get my electricity bill and yeah. i get and then i gotta be that guy and then if a cop pulls me over i'm i'm that dude that mm. um is yeah yeah i live here yeah i fucking did this yeah i was speed you have to be this yeah. this i right but the point of it is mm. is that you have this insight 
around the self not being there in the way that you think it is. Mm. And anytime you feel any kind of suffering in your in your life, then uh, that's just you connecting to this self. And then yeah. if you've got this insight mm. of like, oh, I'm just conscious experience, mm. right? Then it just, you break that attachment. So yeah. it's just like you... No I, resistance. Exactly. Like I just trying to step into just being like aware of how reality is. Yeah. And again, it's like, oh, this isn't the the things that are coming and going like i'm mm. not connecting with I, I i don't need to connect to these things it yeah. just is what it is no, totally there's nothing to be done here there's no. nothing that there's no free will there's no like there's <laughs> nothing to be done so if you know that yeah it just doesn't make sense to struggle it doesn't make sense yeah. to stay attached to things absolutely it doesn't, so and so that's the practical totally. application and then it goes one step further and and the free will thing it's it feels morbid right mm. but it's not it's the basis of compassion mm. so if your experience if you you can say like there's no free will how could you look at a drug addict mm. and think he could have been any different yeah you know, how could you look at uh, you get in a person in the, in like a road rage situation mm. and go like, well, he couldn't be any different. Yeah. So it's just this basis for compassion. Yeah. And when you know the suffering that the self can produce, mm. then and you know that everybody is a self, and even the fact that like you still suffer, mm. I still suffer, mm. the fucking Buddha still suffered at times. Yeah. You know, everyone is tainted with this brush of human suffering mm. and that's what the practical application is of of this is just like you can't not be compassionate for those people and you can't yeah. not and, and the thing is is like you know and then you just extend that out even further of like they're just uh, uh that's another thing that's appearing in your reality that's your yeah. they're in your world mm. like you have to love those like it doesn't make sense to hate anything that's in your conscious experience do like, you think you still have a choice in moments yes you definitely have choices and yeah. choices still matter but you're not well they can shape i guess the choice is still coming from yeah but it, they're built off again like all the experiences that you've ever had mm. so if you start having this experience of like not having a self and you're not attached to those things then it makes the choices like i can choose mm. i now make choices to be compassionate to people yep. i make choices now to tell everybody i love them even yeah. like even though they're like fucking strangers to me you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. so because it's yeah. like i can now make those choices Absolutely. it's just this knowledge and it's the process of selfing you've kind of yeah gotten to a point where totally new information can be delivered to you yes and it can make your human experience a lot better mm -hmm. for example i this is what i was dancing with like the last week i'm like i feel like nothing in this world owns me like I'm not attached to anything I am a full sovereign being mm -hmm. I I just don't have attachments like I under I get it I understand as much as I can understand like I get it nothing I I won't have resistance or you know nothing Aversion. yeah nothing really bothers me but then I was like but the only thing that is still like like trapping me I guess is the system mm. the system that we're in and I'm like Ah, like I got so angry at the system I'm like how do, like I don't feel right in this world that I'm living in but that was the biggest mirror and lesson of all because I really had a choice to let the system make me suffer or not mm -hmm. or I could just remove 
myself or whatever and just and the attachment the to attachment it. to it and just kind of be in it and go back to my like deliciously cuddly feeling self that I feel and that's how I woke up today I was like nothing can bother me anymore I'm like you know but if you don't have those moments where you're doing your head in and you're crying or you whatever these moments of clarity aren't as clear yeah um I feel like you need the contrast in order to remember yeah as well yeah no I 100% would agree with that yeah and and so like how do you where would you sit now on like uh because attachment's a big one Mm. um and and so this doesn't this doesn't just extend to uh suffering too because like like things that make you feel good can also Mm. uh like essentially it's like striving is like the term for it that they use in in buddhism you've got like striving Mm. so things you're like trying to get Mm. and then uh aversion which is like things you're trying to avoid Mm. and essentially like that's what the ego or the self is Mm. is and that so that's something i was like had really fucked up and i think that's the thing that probably got me to this point was i kind of just like hit the ground i would like i feel like i thought about my ego for years yeah and then i just hit like a basement where i was like i don't want to and it came from the podcast essentially because it's like okay i'm doing this thing and i'm putting myself out there Mm. and i'm trying to make it as big as possible because it's like if you're going to do something like you should just do something well that's how i was raised and it feels good progress feels good and again i think now that's probably to do with like that set point you know you've got Mm. like this point that you're trying to get to and then uh progress towards that point is going to feel better Mm. so i was having these thoughts around like fuck i'm trying to put this podcast out and i just want to do a good job i don't want i'm not trying to be famous i'm not i don't think i'm cool i don't think i'm better (laughs) than anybody yeah like at no point in this is this a like an egotistical no thing so i would like try hard to not have an ego and then it was just like i kind of was thinking I'm like you that's so fucked up like yeah. if you try to not have an ego, that's ego that is like massive ego like yeah. that's probably even worse yeah so then you get to things like alan watt saying like don't try mm. you know and then you're like what the fuck like how does that <laughs> you know? know so that was kind of yeah you know that that ground floor totally um, that's but, my business philosophy as well and chloe my business partner and i we say alignment first and then like we don't force anything if something's not right like we really i don't i'm not saying we don't try like i still had to i still am here giving it my best shot but i believe this is where the masculine and feminine energies that's not a gender thing by the way come into it so my masculine is when i start to put things in place and you know uh, more of the doer whereas the feminine in me is more of the flower and that's when that not free will part of myself comes out and i feel like that's the right answer i feel like whatever we are always making sure we're stepping more into our feminine and flowing like so in the morning my morning routine it's quite masculine in the sense where it might be i block out an hour or two hours but within those masculine walls I'm quite feminine. I can flow and do whatever I feel like I need to do. But as long as I have that masculine yeah. set. What time do you get up? Mm, whenever I feel like it. Okay. Yeah. I don't have... I don't have... Like a set time. No. Um, like I'm really... Yeah. But I feel like the masculine and feminine... The feminine is where the kind of answer comes from. Like with business. Like the not trying. 
so to speak, because it comes from like deep within. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the answers And you just come. don't bother. So like how I would des- describe that is that like you're going to do everything anyway, right? Yeah. And so there can be this like self that interrupts the process mm. and that can be like doubt fear like all of those what you'd call like unskillful and then you could also um and i've run into this like this is probably like my biggest one is uh with the podcast is like all right we got did a million views on itunes last month we did four million on youtube it's like all right this needs to be the that's new so normal. good by the way oh thank you congratulations <laughs> it's like uh mm. it's like that needs to be the new normal we need to do that every month and then you don't do it the next mm. month and you're like this is fucking ridiculous <laughs> yeah. like so that's the that's the uh, thing that I try and avoid is more like the striving aspect yeah. of it and in jiu-jitsu like when am I getting my next belt when am yeah. I going to beat that guy When am I, and you you need like a certain amount of it but the I guess the point is is like the I, I feel like the self is always kind of just an interrupter in that process and when mm. you talk about layers mm. that's what I feel like at, at the end at the bottom of it like you could live your life completely in the moment, like on autopilot and, mm. and you'd still do your shit, yeah. you know? Uh, but then there's like, you launched a new business and it's like, you could do that. Mm. I, Cause I kind of talk, I think of it in like, there's a best version of you. Yeah. And that best version of you would not experience the conversations in your mind mm-hmm. that would be like unskillful thoughts and yep. on both sides whether it's like striving and yep. the egotistical side of like wanting more 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 mm. or less 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 it's just like pure acceptance of things as they are and then you're just going to do what you're going to do like i yeah. that's why i never plan questions for the podcast i never like it's yes just, because it's almost like a channel yeah, that's coming through like, anyway and, and you can think about that in in i'm just putting on some lip gloss that's fine my you, ego <laughs> you can think about that in uh in as well like the and this podcast has been really cool for that is mm. i can visibly go back and watch i'm like i don't know what the fuck i said yes i've no idea what i said yeah i wasn't free to say that Mm-mm. shit like i just said what i said mm. if i make a grammatical error in this sentence i don't know why mm. i didn't plan to do that mm. and i think about uh, in terms of like a bad mood like if you really had free will would you ever be in a bad mood if you were free to think and feel you would want to feel you, good all the time well you wouldn't even want to you just would yeah this is that's not a that's not even a question no, that's right. not a choice that you're you, right yeah you just fucking mm. you'd be like oh yeah no no bad moods for me today everything's no, sweet yeah so yeah. um yeah right but yeah so i don't know i've lost my train of thought <laughs> on a we've really gone on tangents it's fun though isn't it yeah, yeah, it's just cool to, yeah, I guess it's like cool to talk Break about. it down. Mm. And that's what I feel like the main thing you've done there is, yeah, as I said before, I'm thinking the same thing, but your concept of not having free will, to me, that was my concept of having free will. Yeah. It, it was the same thing. Yeah. But you just attached a different meaning to it to what I did, but essentially it was the exact same thing. Yeah. It was just our meanings behind it was different. Yeah. And so I think about this too, right? And this is another thing where... So the problem with the, this free will argument, and I think people get kind of like fucked up on it in a way, is that they then go like... they That is the birth of nihilism in people mm. where they're like, oh, well, everything's going to be how it is. There's no... I got no choice. And then, and then on the other side of that is like fate where they're mm. like oh well whatever's gonna happen will happen it's already been written i've got no what do you think about fate well 
so, okay so if the universe i think about it from like a uh scientific perspective great so like if the universe starts from nothing and then it expands and then it's been expanding throughout time since its inception and it will go on infinitely um then where we are right like you and i right now in this moment are at like literally the edge of the universe Mm. there is no it's not been any moment that I can think of in the future that has not happened yet it is mm. uh it, and there's and randomness i love that so much well and, and randomness exists yeah so there can't be fate with randomness and randomness is observed in science constantly like the jury's out on randomness mm. so for fate to be scientifically mm. for fate to be a real thing there would have to be no randomness visible anywhere in the universe what about soul contracts and things like that? I guess this is where it comes into the layers, right? Oh, God, my brain. <laughs> You're really making me think. And I think a lot. Mm. But I feel like this is like... The, Just a different perspective. It's it's different, but it's like the, 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 the middle bit, like the, the actual essence of it but i probably live in the layers more yeah because to me i still believe that you would have like soul contracted things that you decided before you came into this spacesuit and you were like okay so there might be some things like having that relationship that woke you up yeah or you might be contracted to have a kid so you can share your knowledge and pass it on to a little guy and he's like this woke dude walking around. Like that might be a part of your contract. I still believe there are some major things for your soul that can happen to help you expand. Yeah. And so I would say that you could be 100% right. Yeah. I would say that is information that is like not in the box yeah so you could be completely right and and so yeah like you there could be a soul there could be this like you know uh, i mean i I don't really know much about souls but you know like all that shit could be you know a thing it could be that i guess that's the the thing with this way of thinking is like it just stops there for me like there's uh and everybody could be right. Mm. Everybody could be right. There could be a God. There could be Allah. Well, it's whatever be... you put your attention on, it becomes something, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And and you, and again, you probably don't have a choice in thinking the way that, that you think. So I feel like then maybe because I, I believe the reason why I've got to where I've got to on a multidimensional level is I've expanded like the DNA in this body so much and I've upgraded the DNA in this body so much or woken up all of my, not all of my DNA, but a lot of my DNA to access more parts of myself. Like I feel like, I feel alien sometimes the way I think, the way I can do things. And I've never talked about this on podcasts. No, I'll go in. (laughs) Like, no. I've been talking for like an hour and a half. No, but that's what I mean. Like it's, it's, it can be quite lonely as well because yeah. nobody really gets it. And I'm not being a victim. I'm not a victim no, in no, any no. way, shape yeah, or form. Yeah. And I love being alone. But I feel lonely in this too, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, because it's just a very expanded way of thinking, which is not better or worse. I wish I didn't 
think like this sometimes yeah. because my brain's like, ah! like even your perspective today, like it's fucked me up. Like yeah. I'm going to go home and just think about this all night. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, like I just, I feel like everybody has access. Like, yes, we might not have free will and I understand your perspective, but the layers kind of after that, I feel like we can play with this human experience more than what we are. Yeah. And we can access more of ourselves, our multidimensional selves. Like, do you believe in like past lives and stuff like that? No, no but I, I feel like that I feel like that falls within the layers of yeah. what you're talking about. Because I truly do believe in past lives. I believe And that could be one hundred percent correct. Totally. For me personally, I believe so with meditation I can like tap into all past lives and bring basically the best parts of me from past lives and future lives into this body right here right now to be more of me in this exact moment because I don't believe time exists Mm. I believe well time doesn't exist time doesn't exist so past present future you can access every well it's like the the eternal now like that is a thing yeah like and and so what we have again this comes back to like the models of the universe like we have a we have like a we have concepts Mm -hmm. like so we can so like this is something i so you don't understand in my opinion you don't understand something if you can't explain it fully and there's some stuff that can't be explained yeah so you get a pass on the stuff that can't actually be explained like Mm. past lives or whatever it's like no one fully there's no no concrete totally so, (laughs) so with with concepts like it's like this uh these repetitive uh fuck see this is testing my own limits here but so like in in jiu-jitsu yeah there's a con the concept of doing a triangle choke Mm -hmm. means that you have one you have one arm in of a triangle that you make with your legs and one arm out Mm-hmm. So you could do that a thousand different ways. It's like a concept. You're like, if you can trap someone's head and one arm inside your legs in a, in uh, and close it as a triangle, you can choke them with a triangle choke. Mm. And then for the like concept of like an underhook. Mm. So you go on the far side of a person's body. If you put your arm underneath their arm, then that is like an underhook. And if you do it on the near side, like uh, this close side here, that's useless. That's not a an underhook. So it only works if it's on that side. Right. So they're like concepts, right? And then they can be applied in a ton of, in all these different scenarios, but it's like a consistent sort mm-hmm. of theme. Mm-hmm. So what we have in our minds is like this ability to create these concepts around these experiences so there's like the i have this experience of control when i hold this person with this certain way Mm. which would be you'd call it an underhook so you're just like the 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 process in your brain is like giving it a label um, and then that label is consistent so we we have this ability as humans and that's like a part of the modeling process is to create these like concepts that we Mm. um they kind of work across the board or like in multiple situations yeah i don't know how that related to it (laughs) well i guess that's the layers of making yes yes, that's the 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 expansion i was talking about um but then i guess the concepts expand as you expand yes as well yeah um and i guess what just makes me and my experience unique is 
maybe just a lot of humans there there is humans who have explored this but i've just i push boundaries more like i feel like i got the human experience down all right so i'm like okay i want to explore more concepts because i kind of feel like i understand this to a degree from my level of wanting to understand it but i'm like how how much further can i go yeah um so yeah and so how do you feel now like before you kind of had this these experiences kind of or like this way of thinking Mm. like how does this change the way that you have relationships now um yeah (laughs) it's i need a very open-minded team around me yeah but i believe everyone who is around me now just accept me fully for who i am yeah um what happens to me and my experiences are so real I can't make it up mm. so the people who um, are with me just get it they, I can have conversations like this with every single one of my people mm. um, there's no surface level conversations being had unless I choose to have mm. well now the free will concept just fucked me up like yeah. everything I say yeah you know what I mean. Um, so, but you have to be. That's the thing. Is like you but have to be. But now, yourself. and because I understand like energy on a quantum level, and how, like the layers that I'm made up. Like I understand energy management, and even like partners now. Like sex is such a a sacred energetic exchange with somebody. Like. I don't like ev- my whole concept of everything's changed. Like I'm yeah. so particular about where and who I give my energy to now yeah. and what I open my energy up to because I know how much of a, um, a detriment it can be to my being yeah. and my experience here based on the way I want my experience to be here if I open up to energy sources that aren't for my highest good. Yeah. Yeah. So relating to people now it's difficult but i feel like when you're vibrating at this frequency you kind of just like put in front with contact with people yeah. who just get it now like i don't really there's no one i really can't have this conversation with yeah yeah because i just am so me now with conviction that it's that's what my surrounding is yeah yeah and that that saying like your vibe attracts your tribe like that's such a that's yeah. such a great uh way of looking at things you know and like and you really are the people that you surround yourself with too because mm-hmm. again it's like and and again you can make a choice to be around those people based on like the knowledge that you've accumulated yeah. and then you choose you're like okay i only need I, I only need to be around like these good people and it's like there might not be like a freedom to that choice but it's Mm. like i think that's why you know if you uh i always try and think about um when when something comes along like you get an idea you get a uh something sort of comes to you it's like okay is there like is that being interrupted Mm. by this like process of thinking about it and having self-doubt so that's the thing by the ego yeah so that's the thing that i'll like kind of try to avoid and you're like yeah you just slowly it's like you just slowly work your Mm. way into Mm. you know like you and chloe you guys obviously have like this 
great relationship mm-hmm. and then the people that you have around you and then the partners that you choose it all sort of slowly falls it does. in line and i put this down so this will be i'll bring it back to the 3d and tangible things that people can do to get to this level of awareness if they choose to having that morning routine taking that time every single day to do something like that i feel like that's the filtering system to know when like that impulse or that thought comes through if it's from that pure place or if it's tainted with like thought or like is it a projection is it a pattern am i thinking this way because of this or whatever by me doing my morning routine and getting to that clear space of nothingness, nothingness, like whether that's riding the bike or mm. um, surfing or whatever, by doing something like that every single day, it gives you the opportunity to hear what comes up in your head yeah. and know whether it's coming from a pure place or whether you've thought like about it yeah. a, a million things. Like I, I use, this is a good example. I tested this theory once. I, I call it my intuition. So that purest voice, that's my intuition. And I trust my intuition. So I remember once I was in Melbourne and I was like, I'm hungry. I'm going to go get Nando's. And then the second voice in my head was like, don't go get Nando's. Go mm. try that um, Asian place. There's this new Asian place in, I don't know, it was Seddon or something. And I'm like, okay, all right. And then I was like, Oh, and I like was outside of myself. I was like, there's two thoughts here. The first one was the first one that came to my head, mm-hmm. which I would class as my intuition. The second one was this a narrative I was talking over. No, actually, Millie, it'd be so nice. Why don't you yeah, go try yeah. that Asian one? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to see which one's right here. So I chose the Asian one. <laughs> and I went there and I got the worst food poisoning of my life. Of my life. And I just remember I was like vomiting on the toilet and I was like, ah, okay. So the first voice to me is always my intuition. The first one that doesn't have any other words around it or thoughts around it. If I sit in like a place of calm, centeredness, the first thing that comes to my head without a narrative over the top of it, that's my intuition. That's the most purest voice. That's the one I follow. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would completely agree with that. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like you didn't get, again, it's like you didn't choose to, um, Mm. think that Nando, like, you know what I mean? You didn't, Mm. there was, it wasn't like, and again, you kind of go back to like that movie reference, right? So for there to be free will, when Mm. I asked you what your, just name a movie, like there Mm. couldn't be a more free choice in your life. I know it was scary. Like there's no stipulations. I didn't know where to go. It doesn't have to be your favorite movie. It's just a movie Mm. you have seen. Mm. And then you said Moulin Rouge and it's like for the, so this again comes back to like the self and free will. They're both the same thing, right? Yeah. So for free will to have been there, what would have had the the requirements? This would be like scientific process Mm. right requirement right so if this was an experiment that you had freedom in you go all right what name a movie this is every single movie i've ever seen Mm. in my entire life this is my entire discography Mm. of films that i've seen and i am free now to look over every single one of those on a bookshelf and then i choose it and then i tell you that's that's free will yeah that's where a real self would be yeah because if there was a self, that's that would be the self's job. Mm. 
the self would be the one that went this is every experience that i've ever had categorized mm. i am going to choose this movie <gasps> so, so that's how the self and the free totally free so is free will your ego yeah that's well the the illusion of free will is the same thing but it's not again well the self is <laughs> so the self kind of is an illusion in that sense yeah. you know because it does feel like you are a self but in terms of free will, it doesn't feel like you have free will. Like mm. if you really, st- when you stopped and looked at it, you you felt that you weren't free. Mm. There's just a mysterious wind at your back. Yeah. That's all it is. Which is what I call intuition. Yeah. 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 Which I, and I, so that's, that's really why we did well, um, well web, why we did bloom. It's getting people to that silent you know to to that flow state to get out of their brain so they can hear their intuition yeah or whatever you want to call it yeah to not make the right decisions but to get a more full experience from this world that we're living in and i completely agree yeah yeah yeah. it's just different ways of looking at it isn't it yeah And, and that's that's the thing i think that is so cool about it and i mean you yeah. can you can you literally got to the feeling of not having free will in like two minutes it's this isn't mm. this isn't hard to do no you know what i mean and it's just like you just need a little bit of perspective and then on top of the the perspective or the i guess you'd call it um insight mm. so you first you have insight you have this insight that i kind of gave you in a sense of like hey this is a question how does this question sit with you? And what's your what's your first person experience of mm. this question? Then you, you go like, oh, okay. So then you get that insight. And then with that insight, you can go like, oh, well, that's fucked. Like if we've got no free will, everything's going to be what it is. But, and then you're like, okay, well, no, there's perspective here in this. It's mm. like this is can be the basis of compassion. And it's like you, this is what when people say like I can't sit, I can't meditate. It's yes, you can. Yeah, you can. You can do it. You just mm. do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like you just need the right guidance. You need the right mm-hmm. um you need the you know the right instructions that very simple totally. now don't overthink them don't mm. don't doubt these things just literally like you said go with your intuition and it is life-changing fucking life like it really really is it makes your human life experience here so much fuller from business like if i like personal development was my life and i did not think it would turn into a business mm. and it just kind of did because I was doing what was most pure to me. Well, and and it seems like with you that there's such a genuine want to have other people feel the way that you do. Totally. I just want people to remember who they truly are, to get rid of the noise Mm -hmm. because I feel like this world we live in, there's so much distraction, noise, just... Like even listening to music. I love listening to music, but sometimes I'm like, turn it off Mm -hmm. and just sit in silence, even though it's uncomfortable and sometimes I'm bored. I'm like, no, like just be. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's so much stimulation and I feel like this society that we are living in, they force that stimulation onto us all so we can't hear ourselves, so we can't hear our most purest essence because they don't want us in our power. They don't want us being everything that we can be or multidimensional. They definitely don't want people like me because I can see through everything. And it's people are a lot easier to control when they're 
world, inner worlds are clouded by so much nonsense. Yeah, and and think about it, like. So that's what is funny. We were talking about like you know you got like Prada bags and you got. I'm like, it's like okay, so you got that inside, but then you you love to do that side of it as well, you know. Mm. Um, and it's like that's it has to happen, you know. There's it no has there's to. no choice. But you know, I think about when I want something. Mm. So this was there's a couple things, um, a couple cool like practical insights that you can have that can like change your experience. So you said something before. Um, about oh male female man woman right masculine so I was walking my dog Mm. I just did my meditation and it was just on my mind you know Mm. and uh, and then I was I can just remember the exact thing it just hit me like a fucking ton of bricks there there was something for some reason I just thought like oh that's why there's transgender people yeah there's no there's there's no like they're not wrong Mm -hmm. like they're so right Mm -hmm. that that how they feel in their body they have no freedom to think that mm-hmm. there's no like uh there's no i guess you could say they're confused from your perspective but that's literally mm. like there's no other way they could be and yeah. that's not wrong that's just mm. the contents of their consciousness yeah is like delivering them mm-hmm. that's their self that's who they are that's who they are and you don't again you don't have a choice i mm. i was just like i was very um i think that I still think that like laws you shouldn't um like there probably should be some sensible laws around shit like you probably can't have surgery till you're 18 or you yeah you know what i mean i still think that because again it's like this is all like like, say you were a transgender woman and you were like fully transitioning and you wanted that it's like yeah that's completely fine that's like that's the self Mm. but there could be an experience where you have this like you know, you kind of come online and you uh, have this kind of insight to where you're like, oh, there's not really a self, there's not really free will. That could then change the way that mm-hmm. they act, like, based on that insight. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of, like, people being, like, pe- people are who they are. Like, they literally don't have a choice in totally. that, you know. And and to, to like, I, I can't, like, judge anybody anymore. Like, I can't... No way. I can't, like, hate anybody. I can't... Same. Like, it's fucking weird, man. It's like, so I literally weird. cannot hate a person. Mm. There's people in this... There's people I fucking did hate. Like, yeah. fully wanted to just fuck them up. I was like, if I ever <laughs> see this kind of again, I'll fuck him up. And then it's just like, that's gone. Yeah. You know, because you... Once you sort of... Yeah, I guess you, like, have that insight around. It's like, Absolutely. you just didn't have a choice. I, exactly. No, I'm exactly the same. I can't hate anyone. Um, it's yeah no no one has a choice but going back to like the masculine and feminine thing that's just like an energy mm. within within us like you have a feminine and a masculine energy and it's up to you how you want to do that your gender has got nothing to do with that but how you choose to identify yourself mm. I guess that's comes down to yeah no one it just is yeah it's like just, there's, there's just no the, the process. just the way that it is yeah it's crazy oh my god this world it's so crazy but i like it today yeah today tomorrow <laughs> you won't. but that and i i think that's a that's a thing to uh think about as well is it's just like there's no point in holding on to anything no because no. like it's all it's so, just this changing constant. i've got questions now okay so so my with this understanding my concept of relationships are completely different so i've gone from 14 years 
with my high school sweetheart, codependent AF. Like he was my world. He was my god. Like yeah. what he my thoughts weren't my thoughts. They were his thoughts. Yeah. Um, or like our thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it was. But even the way I grew up, like I I was I grew up into an adult, and it was the way he lived. It wasn't the way I lived. Like I wasn't my own human. Yeah. So from that to completely undoing everything, getting to the pure essence of everything, not attached to anything or anyone. So now I'm like, how do I enter back into... Yeah, that's why I was curious around your thoughts about that. (laughs) Yeah, like how do I... So like, you know, dating, but... I can't and it's not that I'm not I'm not scared to commit I'm definitely not but I just see everything as a day by day moment to moment thing like mm. so it's like let's just hang out until we don't mm. but sometimes they can't understand that and it's I don't know I I wonder how much do I have to play into the when like I can't feel confined in any way shape or form but then that's not fair to the other person like I don't know I'm really playing with this right now and dancing with it and I don't know what the right answer is me neither fuck I was hoping you're gonna be like hey <laughs> here's what you're gonna do <laughs> yeah because I, I mean it, it honestly I feel like if you get in you know like you can get into relationships like and it's it's hard because you can it's a it's a fine line because you you can just see a per like for for my lens anyway like the way that I look at things with like so my house this is a good example right so my housemate people used to say like I was a fucking just the shittest person to live with and I like I was like messy and unthoughtful and just like didn't okay. you know didn't think and then everything the other person would do would piss me off and then I'd get angry about it. and so all of that is selfing. Mm-hmm. like hardcore selfing and then you know with my housemate now like we've had we've had like a couple of fight like i fucking love the shit out jacko but um <laughs> i we've had like a couple of issues but they were just like logistical issues mm-hmm. like a hot water in a shower shit like that yeah you know what i mean but as just far some as, boundaries you need to put in place yeah 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 exactly and that's like hey like this is the way that uh what I need to kind of function. Like I've yep. kind of figured out that I, I definitely need hot showers. Like if I'm working like a motherfucker and I want to come home and have a hot shower, like that's something I need to have. Of and I feel like I've earned it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like of course. Yeah. So it's like kind of shit like that. But then that everything for me now, anyway, every single thing is just, I. it's this, you see it through the lens of the self and I'm like, Oh, so that's a self that would want a hot shower. Mm that's aversion to having a cold shower like all of this so everything that you do mm. becomes uh, like you can look at it through this lens and then who is the person that wants a hot shower mm. what's that look like oh that's a self like if you're wanting something because mm. essentially it's like the self under underlining it all is like more of what you want less of what you don't you know so uh i i'm like oh so i want uh, I, I am having this aversion to uh, cold showers. I don't want that. That's more of what I, or like less of what I don't kind of thing, you know? Mm. So you can kind of get trapped in these situations mm. where 
you just constantly give people a pass yeah. for things. And, I know. And that's a, yeah. that's a little bit of a harder... Oh, that, that's a whole nother... Yeah, yeah that's, that's like a hard balance. And so for relationships, I mean, yeah, ideally for me, like I would want my partner to have this same level of insight. And I feel like if you, if you were a, a male on this side that had this level of insight... Uh, into like the the self and free will then that's again is like the basis for compassion like i can't Mm. like you couldn't have done anything different to what you did i couldn't have done anything different to what i did Mm. we are here now kind of thing And, and then if your partner's got that same level of understanding then leaving the fucking the grind in the coffee machine yeah you know what i mean like so all of those surface level the interactions that would happen at like a self level yeah um that kind of wouldn't be there and then that feeling that you're talking about of like wanting to be free and like, mm. then it would there would just be like this understanding around that from that person yeah. on the other side because they're just they've got that same level understanding. Of, of understanding totally so, because it's difficult when they don't yeah and um but also when it comes to um boundaries and things like that i feel like even though we like know who we truly are, know the essence of everything, know that people get passes because we get why people are the way they are. If we have a strong sense of self and know what we need in this human experience to make it like a little bit sweeter. Again, that's like your choices do matter. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. We can choose to have boundaries to make our experience a little bit better. So boundaries for me was such a big one because I literally did give everybody a pass because I understood why they did everything. And it got to the point where it it was like, you're just being a A doormat. A doormat. Like you you can't. So I, I got it. Like, (laughs) <laughs> my ex-husband did some pretty fucked up shit and I was like, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, like I can't be like that. But I got it. I understood it at the the corest, most purest level. I understood all layers. Like I really, really did. So I had to relearn yeah. how to not see it from that level to and be a bit more selfish be a little bit more selfish in this experience this human experience that i'm having and set some boundaries and now setting boundaries is my favorite thing in the world like if i say my friends know and my family knows everyone knows if i say yes to something it's because i genuinely am saying yes to it Mm. it's not because like i'm not there yet Oh, it's the best feeling in the world because then if I say no, I'm saying no and they're like, cool. If I say yes, they don't come back at me with, oh, are you sure? There's no insecurity on their end. It's yeah. a better relationship for both of us. I've got that with like a lot of people, but yeah. there's still people I don't have that with and that's... You've just got to do it. It's yeah. so empowering and it's so free. Like if it's a no, it's a no. And you don't have to give them an excuse. You can just be like, no. Mm. And that's scary. That's almost like that silence thing you were talking about at the start, how you felt like you needed to fill the silence. Yeah you have to fill your no with words yeah. to try and validate why you're trying to say no when you can just say no. Yeah. And it's so fucking fun and empowering when you're like, no. Yeah, I guess the problem is when you just don't have those people in your life that are going to accept it and understand Fuck those it. people. I know. Yeah, that's hard because you love those people. You do love those people, but also they don't know how to like how can they grow Mm. if you're always patting their fur in the right direction that's so true like 
it, you're, it's compassionate for you to actually say your truth and be like, no, because it's giving them an opportunity to grow as well. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, like I probably need to get better at the, that sort of stuff. Like, and, and, and that's where I think that um, there's like different levels to it to where like you can't just kind of have this like uh, this knowledge of self and, you know, like all kind of see through what the self is and understand free will and then that's it mm. and uh and i think that's a bit of a problem and i think that that's why you can see like uh there's a, a hundred examples of um like enlightened people yeah. where you they you see where they, they can meditate for like 27 hours they're just gone not there yeah. so they are like enlightened like they've got access to like that level of consciousness mm. and they can also be like violent alcoholics that will um abuse their students this just and fell like, out. oh, oh we're back, back in yeah, <laughs> happens all the time. um and you know they can abuse their students and they can mm. you know commit these like sexual assaults on people and yeah because that's what's fucking crazy is like the whole guru thing you know like people putting people on other people on pedestals yeah. is the worst the worst and i went through a phase where i was getting all this like knowledge and like channeling and i would like be so angry i'd be like i don't want to be put on a pedestal i don't want to have to be the one to explain this shit to people like don't put me on a pedestal i'm not better we're all the same like yeah. we're all on the same level so i feel like anyone I, I love the um, the analogy of even in business, like the boss isn't up the front and everyone's behind them. Like the yeah. boss is like either behind them or with them in yeah. the line. And I feel like that's important. I feel like that's such a spiritual red flag when somebody has put themselves on a pedestal yeah. because that's separate then. Yeah. Instantly they're separating you from themselves when really it's all – yeah, it's just all the same. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting you do say that. Yeah, because that that then, um, yeah, just because you could reach some kind of like mm. meditative state of enlightenment, you know, like that. Doesn't make you better. Nah, and then there's still this level of, like I still have so much growing to do as a person. Like I'm same. fucking nowhere, you know what I mean? No like, one will ever have it figured out. No. Nah. Ever. It's a constant expanding. All yeah. the time, all the time, constant contrast, and that's what makes this human experience so sweet. Yeah, exactly, and, and that's the meaning. You know what I mean? Is like yeah. you'll just never nail it. Never. And it's like the, you know, people like people will always ask me when I'm meditating if uh, if I have like these experiences and shit. And like, there was a point where that I was chasing that in a way, like, and that would be like my metric of. Mm. Oh, did I do it right? Yeah. You know, but like if you just sit and sort of do it, that's the, you know, that's totally. the, the point, you know. I feel like you, because you're still doing guided meditations, you're not allowing yourself to go there as Oh, that's well. why I do the float tanks. Oh, okay. Yeah. The float tanks. Have do you, you have, done that? yeah. 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 Well, I've, I've, yeah, I'm, yeah. Well, you have those experiences all the time. Yeah. All the time. The, the one experience that I, have had that's been the most profound in the float tanks is that uh i explain this as like you know when you're driving a car right mm -hmm. and a bug hits your windscreen mm -hmm. and you focus on the windscreen mm -hmm. or like right now if i like try well the glasses are probably a bit too close to my eyes but like mm. you could focus on like i can see my hand and then see mm. like focus back to you 
there's like a the self feels like this invisible boundary that you create around your body mm-hmm. so like and for a lot of people like for me when i'm being just me i feel like i'm in my head i'm not kind of anywhere else like and i could feel like oh that's these are the this is like the boundary this is like the internal and the external and then in the float tank it's like dark and there's no sound and there's no nothing but there's still a boundary Mm. like when you first get in there Mm -hmm. and there's other times where i'm in there and it just it feels like it feels the exact same size the whole time it Mm -hmm. doesn't feel any different even though it's black i can't see Mm -hmm. anything uh and i that's kind of what the self feels like like you stay inside it's like i'm in here the world's out there and then i've probably again like the time thing's pretty hard to like put a time on it Mm. but yeah there's probably like 20 minutes of one session where like there was no boundary at all there was no there was no uh sport small no big no there was like yep. literally just nothingness nothing you're in the void but it's, yeah it's just huge it's like this huge yep. expanse the void is so great i love going there uh, yeah so how how do you go there to the void yeah um i choose to go to the void i'm in control of <laughs> i know you've ruined my <laughs> way of thinking about everything <laughs> i used to think like three minutes ago that I was in control of no I am it's because I'm 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 dancing between the layers I'm dancing between the layers so in meditation so as okay as much as you have control of your body here like you can still choose right fuck oh my god (laughs) this is I can't I'm never gonna be able to live in this world again so I guess it's like yeah so you can you do choose but it's not your choice yeah yeah I get it but just for the sake of like telling a story fuck hey you're doing it to yourself (laughs) I know but this is the way my brain works because I like anyway no I know what you're saying. You're yes. catching yourself though. I am. And yeah. it's so annoying because I see all layers now. This yeah. is the problem. Now I forget what I was even going to say. In meditation, you choose. Yes. So say if I am having experiences in meditation, I don't ever get scared. And say some people might see scary things or whatever. I still have control in those realms to, you know, be like, no, I'm not experiencing this or I'm not doing this. So I can choose to go to the void and just have a break because when I meditate now, it's no chill. It's not a chill out time for me. Really? No. It's a, I shut my eyes and it's like, here we go. Like it's so loud, if not louder. The astral me is like so strong. There's no chill. (laughs) Like there's no chill. And and again, yeah, like that's, uh, yeah, there's there's no, I guess, choice in what's being delivered. No, that's true from that perspective. Yeah. So when you go there, like the things that are being delivered to you, like that's... Yeah, that's I don't just, get a choice. Yeah, that's still just, intuition. The messages yeah. that I see, the communication that I have or... Yeah, it's... But yeah, I can choose consciously in that realm to go to the void to have a break and it's so expansive but everything is expansive and i feel like the more expansive it is then you find portals and you can go through things and it's yeah yeah the so yeah i mean i definitely i definitely don't feel like i can just do it every time it's not like a i don't have a hundred percent success rate on it Mm. but i'm sort of not really chasing that either like at, at this point um but 
I mean, it's, yeah, but it, it's fucking hard not to be yourself. Like, yeah. And that's the thing that I guess you kind of accept. And, and it's just like, you've got to just keep monitoring. Oh, okay. I've had a thought. I've had a thought. So the, the, okay, this must be a download then. So, okay. So when you're not yourself, like what you're trying to say, like the purest essence, which is what I call intuition. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I think, I don't know if this is going to make sense or not. So the intuition, that, that part of you, I feel like I've gone and delved into that, which has opened up more. Yes. That, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Yes. So I feel like. Yeah, you've just spent more time there. Yes. Yeah. And so from that space in there, when I delve, when I go to meditation, I delve into that space. Yeah. It's, it's a whole new world. Yeah. There's worlds. There's so many worlds from that space. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I feel like I, I can understand what you're saying there. Yeah. And that it's a, like, so yeah, I'm sure that if I went and did a float tank like so shout out freedom float that's where i go it's just is that a, in mermaid no it's just in burley have oh, you ever cool. been there no definitely i'll get well, I will. I'll, I'll book you a session <laughs> thank you um but yeah like i'm sure i don't do it that often mm. and i'm sure if i did and i went there like you I said i feel like with you that absolutely yeah. absolutely with intention you yeah. would go there but it's again it's hard not to be yourself i get in there i think about jujitsu i think about my writing i yeah. think about my relationships i think yeah because and you know thinking helps you know but it's like uh yeah, I think that the fundamental, like the ground floor thing is just, it comes back to like that suffering. Mm. Like, am I suffering whenever I get to that point of like, and, and by suffering, I mean like, am I wanting something so much? Like, what what was I, what did I want recent? Oh, well, like fucking sex. Yeah. Like that's such a, that's such a, um, that's such a strong impulse you want that thing you connect to that feeling you connect to that want Mm. and then it's that's a real hard one to let go of but if you resist that urge then it goes away Mm. you know so it's just like this but it's also that's also energy that's a whole nother topic of conversation so if you do actually resist that urge that is creative energy that is it takes energy to resist that urge that's right but yeah. you can also with that energy of desire or whatever it is that is coming up within you you can like that is the energy that literally creates worlds mm. like it creates human beings yeah. so if you can create human beings with that energy we're going into tantra now no, that's all right. <laughs> i have no experience with tantra at all well I it's basically that it. so it's energy it's meditation yeah. essentially it's um it's a, a state of being. It's um, that desire, that urge that you're talking about that comes up. That is an energy that comes up the spine, essentially, which is Kundalini energy. There's so many, yeah, so many ways to describe it. But like chakras and shit. No, different. Kind of like yeah, it does go up through the chakra system, but that's a different thing. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but that energy, like you can use that energy to be creative. Like if you're a writer or whatever, like the you, muse, the, yeah, like that energy is the most creative life force energy in the world. Mm. Um, so if you can learn to control that desire, you're actually way more powerful. Mm. 
Yeah, because there, there's a. Um, I was just talking on one of the podcasts we did this week with Justin Bogle. He is like this motocross dude. He's like won a championship. He's like one of the best dudes in the world. Yeah. And uh, but his whole life, he's like made music. He's a fucking rapper. He's a oh. Native American kid mm. and like dope rapper. And he's like sheltered that, like he's hid that from the world because it was oh. in the industry. It's like that makes me so sad. Yeah, same. Now that I like feel like this, I'm God. like, fuck that, breaks my heart. Yeah, no and, one, no one, like. And that's the self that stops that. Yeah, all I want is for people just to be who they truly are. Like mm. that makes me the happiest in the world. Yeah. Like and fit that guy, but is he doing it now? Please. Oh, like he still does it, but it's not like he doesn't do it all the way as hard as he could, you know, yeah. um, because like the, the industry, like if you're, if you're not winning races and you're making music, the industry and the media and the shit in that world is like, you spend less fucking time making fucking rap music, bro. And you need to fucking train because you're not fucking winning, you know? Mm. So, but the, I guess the, the takeaway there is like, it takes energy to stifle who you really are. Yes, it does. It does. And it takes you so off course. It's like the toxic energy, yeah. It's disgusting. So that's when you start getting sick. I'm not saying that's the only reason you get sick for every all the haters out there. Like, yeah. I'm just saying yeah. it could be a reason why you get sick. It could be a reason why bad things keep happening to you because you're going against that purest essence of you your intuition of what i call it yeah we're totally on the same page yeah in that sense a hundred percent so like this poor guy like how could he be getting the most out of his life like his life could be so much more sweeter like his service to the world and contribution to the world and his vibration blueprint to the world could be so much more fuller if he was doing what he's soul actually wanted him to do yeah and and so i think about yeah with like sex like i've had a like a long period of time off sex and uh and yeah like it's actually hard to like you you have to like push that yeah energy away you know what i mean and it's like a uh it's a good it's like such a good test though and like i think that's why you look at like monks and priests and that sort of shit like Mm. that's why Mm. they're charged with that assignment because it's like if there's no self where is like the self is the spring of desire desire essentially you know what i mean so it's you should look into tantra then if you're doing that because tantra isn't what people think it is where it's like two people well i'm probably not like the most you know i don't know everything but i know a little bit um i think we talk about it on well web as well like it's yeah more of an individual energy like tantra is an energy it's not like the different poses you do when you're banging someone it's not like that it's it's the energy that's probably fun Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so much fun. Let's be honest. So the but when you say that energy that comes up and you want to try and like push it down and and like push it away, the key is to immerse yourself in um educating yourself around tantra because you can use that energy for mm. different things, for manifesting things, for for so much more. Mm. So much more than what you even realize. So you're in a prime position right now to to learn about it and use it for the choices mm. while here on earth to have so a better human experience. So it's almost like you've got the the 
energy that's present for like wanting Hmm. to have sex and Mm -hmm. then instead of having sex you just like sit in that energy and you like use okay and you can uh, like you can also heal your chakras you can heal your not completely heal yourself but like make yourself feel better like if you bring that energy through your body it's like the whole chakra system yeah we're getting all that's right yeah you know but like you can do so much with this pure energy that is bubbling up inside of you yeah. um it's the attachments to that energy of what we think the we need to do yes yeah that. so you're like oh i've got to go bang someone like well no if you wanted to step outside of that thought mm. you could actually create a new narrative around what you do with that energy um so yeah mm. so I was born on six, at 6 a.m. on Shit. the 22nd of July. Am I reading your birth chart? Yeah, I've never had that ever. So <gasps> Okay, well, you're going to have to do, do we do... Um, do whatever. I'm, int- I'm here for it's it. It's going to take a little bit just mm. until I get it. So basically what I'm doing right now for those tuning in at home, I am... So when I went through my version of Rock Bottom, I taught myself how to read astrology charts. Did you say the 20... 22nd of July, 88. I'm older than you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, 6am. On, on the, the dot? On the dot, okay. my mum said. I text mum before we started because you asked me before. Do you know, I do this like with Uber drivers. Really? Because I love birth charts and finding out people's birth charts. So, you know, for example, you're a Cancer. Yeah. I'm a Gemini. But that's just your sun sign like there's so much more Uh, to it right so once i get there so hang on 6 a.m i'll do it as soon as i get to here what town cairns you were born in cairns cairns mate cairns is banging cairns is pretty fun i need to go back i'm overdue are you allowed yeah in this current world we live in uh yeah i reckon we could actually go to queensland yeah Yeah. all right here we go let's go here's your birth chart Wow. Okay, this is fun. This is interesting. But see, do you have too much context? What do you mean? Like you've got so much context of like how I think and who I am. Like does that convolute the no. waters? No. This, is a bl- this isn't woo-woo intuitive shit. This is Just like straight facts. off the chart. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So your son... <laughs> Everyone's going to get so bored at this. No, nah, heaps of people listen. Do you know? Yeah. So your son is in cancer your rising is also cancer so you've got two planets in cancer which means you like have a lot of cancer energy within you moon is in libra mercury is cancer as well fuck do you know my mercury is in cancer uh, what's that so what does that mean okay okay sorry i'll start explaining it so yeah. each planet yeah. represents something like an aspect of your personality so for example sun that's kind of like ego moon is more subconscious Mercury is how you communicate. Venus is how you relate. So relations, relationships. Um, yeah, I'll just go with that. And then Mars would be more of a passion, doing, work energy, yeah. right? So this is just me doing the top five. There's so much more to it. Like I could talk about it all day. Yeah. But your sun is in Cancer, Moon is in Libra. So subconsciously, because your Moon is in Libra, you need things to be quite balanced in order for you to be your best self. I would completely agree with that. Totally. And also subconsciously, even if you think it doesn't matter, subconsciously this does matter, you want things to be aesthetically pleasing. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. And you just look at the ask Ronan, do I want things to look a certain way? Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> Do you get annoyed with how I like things to look a certain way sometimes? Okay, good boy. <laughs> good answer. He's um, a very very good good young fella. We love you. Baby bear. <laughs> little seal. <laughs> So, yeah, and subconsciously what else? So, you would want things to be fair. You would Mm -hmm. see an even side to things. Like you – well, that's why you understand why people do what they do and you're okay with that. Um, And subconsciously you don't really want to rock the boat. Like you don't want to hurt people. Like you just – yeah, which is why you're still getting used to saying no to – But I'm also fucking down for conflict. Totally. But conflict – like – healthy conflict yeah like i want to see both sides of the, the well that's I, I feel like i want fair com- like i want conflict when it's fair totally <laughs> when it's like, well, like when it's warranted that is absolutely a subconscious like libra thing to do like and if something's not right you will stand up for it and be like hang on a second so that's that so mercury's in cancer which is me so that's communication communication is mercury so um cancer is like the crab right so think think of what a crab does it goes into its shell and it will think a million thoughts in its head in its little shell and when it feels like it's got the answer it's going to come out of its shell and it's going to spit fire and facts at people yeah (laughs) but once we go inside to actually think it through so for example in relationships you know, someone might be like, ah, I want to talk about like, this is pissing me off, blah, blah, blah. But like for you and your blueprint and the way you've, you're made up, it's actually a good idea to go and think about things first yeah. and go over it first. And then once you're ready to come out and have a conversation about it, do it that way. Mm. It, you can't be pushed. You can't be pushed. I'd agree with that. Yeah. And then your Venus is in Gemini and that's actually the same as me. So... That's like relationships and you need conversation like this. Like it needs to be exciting and spontaneous and fun. You don't want it to be monotonous. Like you just want it to be um, like just free and fun and flirty, I guess. Do you feel that? Mm, yeah, I do like – yeah, I feel like I like to have like open conversation. I don't – I definitely don't like people to hold back shit. I don't – I think that comes to like judgment and stuff. Like I don't really mm. ever want to judge people for what they say. Like, yeah, fuck do you, bro. Like that's kind of my totally. attitude towards shit. Yeah. And then Mars and Aries. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I don't think I can say. Yeah, <laughs> no. So that that's why you would be finding it quite difficult to push down the desires yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to have sex, basically, because yeah. Aries are really horny people. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, but also you say if you have an idea around work of what you want to do, you'll be like, I'm doing that, and then you'll go do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you just get it done, which I feel like that's a really good placement for you to have um because yeah when it comes to business and things like that if you say you're going to do something you're going to do it Mm. um but there's a lot of cancer in you as well so the way to nurture yourself and the way to show up better in the world is to really honor your alone time inside your shell 
make sure your home base is like a really nurturing space where you can go and, you know, meditate, Mm. think through things. Like it's really important to have all of that um, so that when you do come out into the world to be your best self, you are rejuvenated. Yeah, that's what it's funny that you say that because my housemate, like anytime we've had you know, our shit. He's just like, you just really need your own space. Like, totally. you're that guy. And I've never been that guy. Like, and mm. I think maybe that's why my life has probably got a little bit better when I've started to, mm. uh, yeah. Or it's funny. It's like gypsy tales. It's like, I was that guy, but it's like the whole time I was that fucking dude, but life wasn't going that well. Like I was yeah. having all these crazy experiences, but like internally mm. there wasn't a lot of like peace and uh like satisfaction and then it's not until like i spent you know literally a a year after that breakup of like living with my chick and then once Mm. i got to live by myself and took that time and man i wanted to reach out i was like come stay you know like come cuddle come you know like you want all those things like i'm gonna go out and party i'm gonna go see friends i'm gonna once Mm. you like stop those urges and Mm. just like sit in like alone time and just be by yourself the uncomfortableness yeah like then you figure out like who you are and you can you can see like the patterns and you can see you know the patterns of thought the patterns of desire the Mm. patterns of attraction the Mm -hmm. the good conversations that you had like you've kind of got that time to and like what you said like now you feel that peace and that contentment and like prior to that when you were having all these crazy experiences there was something that was missing inside Mm. and I feel like a lot of people live like that and don't really realize how much more peaceful Mm. they can actually feel and the way to feel peaceful is to do what cancers do best and have that alone time and Mm. go within because if you can just sit in that uncomfortableness for just a tiny little bit like you can't put a price on this piece Mm. you cannot put a price on this piece that i'm feeling right now and nobody can take that away from me um and if i ever it's a good it's a good starting point as well like or a good measurement this piece because when you're not feeling peace you're like okay well what's going on Mm. I'm not feeling peace I need to go back into my little cave have a moment really sort out what's going on have a moment of self-reflection self-awareness and then you come out so much better yeah Mm. so and so what's the like the background of astrology charts and like like do you know who figured that shit out and like where it all kind of comes from no no yeah right yeah so, no but see like so that's the problem for me right yeah i know so, like, i need to i need to <laughs> you know, need to like, know. Like, like reality i need to know what that is yeah like, what's behind i'm sure you that. could look it up yeah like and i probably have read this once but i don't retain the information because it's not important to me like i just know how to read astrology charts now yeah um same with tarot cards like i should have bought my tarot cards yeah, I've never done that either. Really? No, but yeah, it's just one of those things where I like, I read that or like I hear that and I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like there's there's like all those things. Mm. Yeah, that's what that feels like to mm. be me in a way. Mm. Uh, but you can, I mean, there's like a, a personal bias that you've got towards that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, I'm like, oh, so where the, how the fuck they figure that out? Yeah. But you know, they're so in the same way. So I guess it's based way, on energies. Mm. Like... Um, I don't know. I, I haven't really thought like, cause mm, yeah, I don't know. Cause my mind goes to a million places with the planet. What it is, <laughs> is it flat? Is it not? Like, I don't know. Like there's so many questions that I, curious questions that I like to have with myself and explore. So when it comes to astrology, I 
feel like where I'm at right now, it's no, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's an energy of certain planets and certain signs mean certain things and if they're placed a certain way, yeah. you're more likely to have that sort of energetic yeah. makeup. Wait, Rones, Google what uh, where does astrology come from or astrology charts or something to see where it, where it ends up because yeah that's the thing is i'm like i i think about it, i'm like oh yeah that's sort of um well if you look back at like even like the pyramids and ooh, stuff like babylon that. okay because this is the thing about like uh you know like you talk about like buddhism you know like there was no science behind that that was like first person science that yeah. turns out to be right Astrology originated in Babylon far back in antiquity with the Babylonians developing their own form of horoscopes around 2,400 years ago. Then around 2,100 years ago, astrology spread to the eastern Mediterranean, becoming popular in Egypt, Egypt. which at, time, uh, at the time was under the control of a dynasty of Greek kings. It gets modified very much into what we think of as the Greek style of astrology, which essentially is the modern style of astrology. The Greek style is a foundation of astrology that goes through the Middle Ages and into modern Europe, modern it's India. It's so, so funny on. how your brain needs to know that. Whereas oh, yeah. I read that, I'm like, that's so boring. But yeah, I, I yeah, I can't, I can't subscribe to something that I don't at least try. And I think understand. this is really good. I feel like this is from like a spirituality point of view. Whatever we're talking about right now. You've you've got a really good perspective on it for the people who need to know, yeah. And I've got a good perspective on it as people who just know, yes. And I feel like the conversation we have is, is to try and meet in the middle. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I think we're doing a great job. Yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Um, I wonder what like the go down a little bit. No, sorry, Ryan, to go. No, wee wee, slow down, mate. Fucking easy, tiger. Are you fucking serious? He's up and about. Um, you need to go up and you need to just do it way slower. <laughs> oh God. Go back. Let's go back to Google. Let's see if we can find out. And just again, slowly, slowly. Um, as time.com. Let's go to that. A Zodiac signs real. No, actually go to the wiki, go to wiki, go to wiki, go back. Underneath. Yeah. History of astrology. Yeah. I've literally just never looked at this ever. Um, ast astrological beliefs in correspondences between celestial observations and terrestrial events have influenced various aspects of human history, including worldviews, language, and many elements of social culture. Um, evidence of astrology dates back to the third millennium. Is this good for your brain? Yeah, I could fucking read. I'll read like five books on this shit. I read books. I read books on shit I don't want, like like or you know what I mean. There's no. I just want to know about it. Yeah. Um, what can I take out of here? Take something for the people. Um. Go back, and well, let's go to that time thing. It might be a bit more direct. Yeah, that one. Our zodiac's real. First of all, no one knows. <laughs> um. Well, some horoscopes... Oh, yeah, see, that that's the that's why this shit gets a bad rap because you know, like, the horoscopes that get, that you see in, like, the fucking Cairns Post. Oh, that's so stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. this is the thing. This is what it's not. It's not mm. just you're a cancer. Everything we say about cancers is... No, 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 no. Yeah. Like, okay, this... You, your brain might like this. Astrology, some of actually all of the presidents of the United States and some of the biggest business people in the world have a personal astrologer 
They really? say millionaires don't use astrology, billionaires do. Hmm. I even now that you understand astrology in the way that the planets are and how it's working every single day, music musicians they launch music based on certain dates i launch businesses based on certain dates and times i do it at the exact time that's going to um be beneficial for the energies like you know to launch a business at that time like i won't do it when mercury is retrograde there's so many layers to it but if you actually have a good astrologer Mm. you can just learn so much like it's not just this is who you are it's like let's work with the energies yeah um of the layers to the the one thing that i fully fuck with in astrology is not being able to sleep on a full moon yeah and like weird dreams on a full moon there you go yeah so that's one thing i've always i love full moons yeah see i go crazy yeah you chicks like that shit eh? (laughs) (laughs) no i love it what do you like about a full moon um, well, I'm kind of a bit witchy, so on a full moon, I can do some rituals. Yeah. Dance naked under the full moon. And <laughs> that's all just great shit to do. Like, <laughs> you know so what I mean? It's so much fun. Yeah. And that, that's, yeah. I guess that's like kind of the underlying message is, is it's like, do what feels good to you. Totally. And the moon is actually quite feminine. The sun is quite masculine. So the reason why I like the moon is because like it taps into my feminine side more and I love my feminine side. Being in business, like I'm a businesswoman, I have to show up and be a boss bitch every single day. I have to be in my masculine a lot. Mm. So it's really important for me every single day to tap into my feminine energy to not soften and it's not weak in any way, shape or form. It's just more flowing and... I much prefer the feminine, but I have to make a conscious effort to do it in this business world that I'm living in. So yeah. when it's a full moon, I feel like that's like that's your when I'm the most, yeah. well, not my chance to be, I have a choice every single day, but like I feel most feminine when it is a full moon. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't hate on that in any way at all. <laughs> um, what business wise, like what, um, what's your days looking like? Are you just fucking all hands on deck, like um, hustle all the time or have no, you got like a crew that's sort of I've working with you? I've got a really or? good team around me. Yeah. The okay. best team ever. Um, so how many of you guys are working on, on well web? Uh, we've got four people plus Chloe and I. Yeah. So Chloe and I are basically just like the ideas people. Then we have like just a good solid system um, and team of people who just like keep it running. Um, I feel like it's got to where I want it to in Australia, where I want it to go next. I feel like I don't have the vocabulary or the words to describe it because I don't believe it exists yet. But I just know that I want to... We want to rebuild WellWeb. So it's a video streaming platform at the moment. I want it to be so much more than that. I want it to be like a full universe, basically, that yeah. you can go into. But I, at the moment, we have to build it on an Amazon server. Yeah. Amazon is still part of a system. We still have to have like a third party yeah, to go yeah, through yeah, to yeah. host yeah. our website. Yeah. I want to rebuild WellWeb on like a crypto server, like a blockchain server to make it a decentralized internet. I don't want it to be owned by nothing. Yeah. I want it to be like this uncensored... Fr- the sovereign thing. Sovereign thing like me, yeah. but basically in the tech space though. So that's why now we're looking to go to America because I don't feel like I can do it here in Australia. Yeah. Um, and 
we'll go to America and because we're in flow, we'll find the right people who are going to show up on our doorstep and be like, hey, we can do what you need to do and then more great team members will be around us. But in the meantime, everyone in Australia is doing such a great job. We're just producing awesome content. Yeah. Um, I just oversee things. I'm kind of – I work all the time, but I have a really good boundary, like, system, like, where I just – people know not to annoy me and when to ask me questions and if I don't want to answer, I won't. But I could work all day if I wanted to. Yeah. But I make a conscious effort not to. Yeah, that's the thing that I struggle with. Yeah. Because there's just, like, there's so much shit to do. Like, we did – we've done three podcasts this week. That's so a like lot. Nine hours of content. So that's like nine hours of me sitting here talking. That's a lot. And then, but that's what it takes. Yeah. It's fucking gnarly. What's your goal with this? I don't have a goal. The goal is just like, I'm really big like uh, on, and this is from a book I probably talk about on most podcasts, but it's called Atomic Habits. Okay. Um, and oh, did Mitch, has I, Mitch read I, that? Yeah, I gave it to Mitch. No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mitch did the podcast. Yeah, yeah. that changed it. Like he loved that. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking incredible. You should mm. do, do you read much? Um, I do, but I'm going through a phase of not. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Just, Just not feeling it. Not at the moment. Yeah. I'm, I'd prefer to dance. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I read this book called Atomic Habits and, uh, basically, there was just this one bit from it that just fucking again insight you know like once mm. you hear it you can't unhear it mm. but basically said that you've got eight dudes on the start line of the 100 meter final at the olympics mm-hmm. that's eight of the best dudes in the world they all have the same goal one person wins mm. one person achieves their goal so essentially the goal ain't shit it's the processes that you put in place mm. that deliver the goal. Great. So for me, there is no goal. Yeah. And and again, that would be like striving. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's the journey, not the destination. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and I've always kind of, that was always like the way I framed it, you know, like, oh, it's about the journey. It's not mm. the, but that's like, that can be hard when the journey gets hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, over the last like, like three years mm. of and, and you know what like the there's a point too where with the podcast like i wasn't all in like i i fucking worked real hard at it but i definitely wasn't all in because like there was still that ego around it you know like i yeah. don't want to look a certain way i don't want this i don't want that i don't want people to think this and that shit just stifles you man like exactly yeah. what you said you know totally. like we we completely agree on that mm. and then as soon as like this insight became like really really clear to me and that the concept of free will didn't like who I am, what I'm going to say, like, fuck, I got no control. But what I do have control over in my mind is just like, I take in this information, then I apply that information. I make these choices, even though they're not really mine to make. Mm. Um, I try to just put myself in a position every day to where I can execute these processes that would let me succeed. Mm. And it's like, I don't know what that looks like. Yeah. I've got like no idea where that will take me, you know, mm. but you know, there's a thing in my head now where we've got, so we've got a, a studio in America and then I've got a producer over there. That's just a friend of mine. And then he's like got this little room that we use and it's not, that's not the ideal setup. Like ideally we have this, Yeah. you know, so now in my head, I'm like, all right, that's probably best case scenario is we have this studio over there, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So that's, 
where I'll go. So that's yeah. not it's not a goal. So it, no, that kind of becomes a goal. Totally. But it's like a result of the process. Yeah. Like the process illustrates what the next goal should be. Absolutely. And I feel like yeah, I I feel like I'm the same. Like the next goal for Wellweb is rebuilding it on a blockchain server. But that's just been like a natural a part progress. Of the process. Yeah. That's just kind of where we're at now. That's the next logical thing that we need to do yeah. but i'm not striving in saying that though but there is a healthy amount of striving well when i when i say strike oh, the goal is still the same i still want my personal goal and wellweb's goal is still the same i still want people to use that tool as a way to remember who they truly are yeah that's the goal that's yeah. the essence of it but i guess that's the purest thing that's like your north yeah you know what I mean? So, like, you can there, – there's a uh, – I'm reading a book at the moment called Beyond Entrepreneurship, and um, they talk about this – there's, like, a it's – re- it's a fucking good book. Like, really – I don't like business books that much. That's mm. not my thing. I'd rather read, like, a novel or fucking some history shit. Yeah. Um, but on the recommendation of a friend, I started reading this book. It's fucking brilliant. They've got, like, this kind of blueprint of, like, how you should, like, build a company, right? Mm. And uh, – and they said that basically you've got um, you have to have like this these values and like this this purpose of the business and that's like your guiding star, yeah, right? Okay. And then so the analogy they use is like you've got this guiding star and then you've just got these missions that you have to accomplish along the way, like mm. and so you're walking towards a star and then you've you've got like a mountain range that gets in your way mm. and then so the goal or like the mission essentially with north in sight is just to climb this particular mountain that's in front of you Mm. and then you might go like down the other then the mission becomes to go down this end of the mountain and then there's another mountain or then there's a river or that so it's just like the north stays the same and you Mm. don't and it's almost like a um like a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow Mm. and you just know it's not even there yeah all it is is just literally a guiding star that you kind of use i get that so i like that yeah and so that's where yeah i just don't really want to attach myself because there's a problem with attaching yourself to anything well anything in general but (laughs) a goal you know like if you don't reach it if you don't reach it fast enough Mm. if you're not growing as fast as you are and i've fucking been there like Mm. i've i've experienced i've experienced the full range of shit like Mm. by trying to you know do this this podcasting and then, oh, you know, it forces like, it feels gross in my body like i hate that feeling i hate that feeling of forcing it's gross yeah but it's hard not to it's hard not to do and again it sort of comes back to that perspective of like mm. what those things actually are mm. so wow how long have we been talking nearly three hours that actually went so quick it's insane eh? i wonder if it did for everybody else yeah yeah i don't know that was good yeah it was pretty right it was cool for me personally yeah so thanks for letting me talk so much i probably talked more than you did that's fine but um no i i enjoyed it because i do many podcasts but i'm always like i hate how it's always i don't hate it but it's like i'm saying the same things over and over again now like i always before I do a podcast I'll set an intention of how I want it to be mm. and I wanted to speak differently mm. like I wanted it I wanted to show a different side to me in this podcast and I feel like I did yeah so thank you for allowing me to do that no I appreciate it. and yeah thanks for letting me get all my weird thoughts out because yeah it's hard like I don't 
I don't get to talk about this stuff too much. And like mm. when you said when we were chatting before it, you're like, oh, do you talk about this stuff much? It's like, ah, oh, I mean, time and a place. You dabble. You know? Yeah, time and a place. You put the tip in. Yeah, yeah, just the tip. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like cool The you know, you're on a, a that level in a sense experientially with like some of the stuff that you've been through. So mm. and to get to have someone on the other side that's like, okay i've got like the experience like i can feel what you're talking about but yeah. i can't really explain it totally in the way that you can whereas like yeah even the astrology i'm like okay cool so before we go there mm-hmm. like i need to no. really figure this this shit out on this end yeah when uh when's the i guess the just the visas and trying to get over to the states yeah as soon as we can get a visa we're out of here yeah um, which should be okay because we've got business there. Yeah. So that's how we our, all our development team is in America. Yeah. So it should be fine to get there. Um, and all the investors are over there. All the conscious investors. Yeah. Are over there. Um, is that a hard thing here to like get people to invest into this? Space? Uh, we've had a lot of like um, interest around it, but it's not aligned. Mm. Um, I don't want to force something or take money off someone who isn't of the same, not integrity. Yeah. Maybe integrity. North isn't the same. Yeah, that's right. Like, you know, we're not, yes, money's great, but the true essence of, I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing this to make a better world. Mm. So, you know, money's still nice to buy things. We still need it too to run the business. Totally, totally. And I want more money so I can express this creative idea that we have in our heads yeah. to its fullest. Yeah. Um, but I want the money to come from the same source yeah. as as where we're coming from. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that makes sense. And I think that I'm the same on that. Like, yeah, money's good. I want to like live comfortably, mm. you know, like get my own shit and be but we like, also don't need much to live no no I, no totally. yeah like i don't need much at all um i don't even have a car like this is how detached i am from everything i sold my car i was like meh and now i just get ubers everywhere do you know how fun that is have you ever heard that song taiko no nah? you know that song rose put it on Tyco, that Uber everywhere. We'll play it after the podcast because yeah. then it'll fuck YouTube. Um, that's what. Yeah, I went. I went through that when I went when I lived in um, in Hollywood. It was just like I had this big truck. It was just impossible to park. I was like, I'm fucking done with this thing. I just Uber. But everywhere. what I love too in Ubers is I can get all my emails and admin done yes. in the Uber. So by the time I get home, I'm just living my best life. Yeah, that is a fucking point. Yeah, I, I'm like, don't talk. You got to have boundaries, so mm. you might struggle with that with the Uber driver. <laughs> but I was like, you know, oh, I had to set a boundary with my Uber driver on the way here because he had the news blaring, and yeah. I don't listen to the news. And I was like, I was like, fuck, I was getting so worked up. I was like, this is your lesson, Molly. You have a choice. Just ask. I was like, are you listening to the news? He's like, yep. I'm like. All I could hear was COVID deaths, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I don't want to listen to it. Yeah. And I just said, I'm about to have a panic attack. Can you please turn it off? And he put a song on. And then the rest of the trip, I was just like this. Well, when I was doing the America <laughs> thing uh, and the, the, sorry, the Uber thing in America. Mm. I know, but I forgot my earphones yeah. today. Like, anyway. That's what I did. I'm first. I'm like, huh? Yeah. Oh, good one. Yeah. I'm like, Sorry, man. See, sometimes I don't mind talking to them though because they have some nuggets that I need to hear in that moment. Like it's yeah. like I sometimes I don't mind it, but yeah. Anyways, well, 
three hours that was great it was I'll great put, i'll put on the uber everywhere song for you um <laughs> but yeah well web so give us the shout out like where can people yeah just wellweb.com it it's just a platform at the moment um it's an awesome video streaming platform lots of i know you've got a lot of men's um men who uh, i'm guessing yeah. Uh, yeah so there's actually a lot of really good um men's content on there from like breath work meditation yoga um, just lots of things. It's just like a p- education portal to dive into instead of watching Netflix. Just turn WellWeb on. Done. And at the moment, just with COVID, we've got um, one month free for everyone as well. Oh, so, sick. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Molly, thank you very much. Thank you so Appreciate much. Appreciate you. Do it again yeah. in... Uh, do it again sometime down the future. See where we're both at. I know. I'll be this. full alien by then. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I can't believe how quick that goes. Hey.